0: tuned into Baseline to Goal Line, the illest sports show in the land. No punches pulled, no holds barred. Your favorite athlete and sports team is not off-limits to criticism if they aren't performing in the trenches. Never ones to shy away from controversy. Al Boogie, the franchise, and the phenom Mark Harris discuss sports with an added hip-hop flavor. This isn't your ordinary sports show. Buckle up for an action-packed, cutting-edge sports show that will keep you locked in every second. Bench Mob Crew. Here comes the hottest sports show in the land. Baseline 2. Goal line.
1: slides to the goal line, it's go time, show time. Conversations about sports and the whole nine. Your man Al boogie the franchise, aka the lottery pick. Plus Mark Harris has gotta be lit, 100. Gonna give it to your raw, uncut from the gut. Turn it up, unscripted, unrehearsed. The illest podcast in the world, you heard it here first. Baseline to the goal line, it's go time, time show time. From the baseline to the goal line, it's go. Time is show time from the base line to the goal line show time it's go time from the base line to the goal line show time. It's go time. time show time show time hey hey say what come on. Hey, hey say what come on.
2: Yep. say say mark mark back to mark back to his regular <laughs> to his regular uh
3: duties and
2: stuff uh, <laughs> Every single time we start, right? That's that's what he own. Mark is Mark is really the hype Geek man for master. the show. Geek master, yeah, yeah the hype man for the show. Um, but welcome back, Bench Mod. Welcome, family. Uh, another show. Uh, shout out to everybody's listening right now on um, Up in the Attic Radio. Yes, sir. U i t a. Shout out to everybody that's listening on WQYL dash DB Radio. L-Z. If you're listening on iTunes and SoundCloud, also shout out to y'all. We really appreciate it. All right. If you are listening on iTunes, please rate the show and write a review. Come on, If you're y'all. listening on SoundCloud, please leave some comments for us. Okay. Please do. Um, Good or bad, we take them all. Yeah, definitely. All right. Uh, let's go ahead and introduce ourselves, Mark. Mm-hmm. I go by the name of Al Boogie the Franchise. I am
4: the phenomenal one, the
2: phenom Mark Harris. And this is Baseline the Goal Line, the illest sports podcast show in the land. Bar none. Bar none, just like he said. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right. Action Pack show. A lot of stuff happening in the world of sports, man. Yes,
4: sir. We're going to get to it. Yes, we definitely are. How you doing, though? Man, I'm doing good, man. Lost another five pounds, boss. I see that, man. Drinking
2: them nasty-ass LaCroix. You know. Speak for yourself, boss. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm on listen, I'm drinking on the show today. Yeah, apple crown. Oh, yeah. It's been a stressful and hectic day. Go ahead, man. So I, I need this for myself. Yes, I'm drinking on the show. Uh sue me. <laughs> you can't. This is my shit. I'm drinking on the show. <laughs> so but yeah, so action pack show today.
4: How you doing, boss?
2: I'm good, man. Now um, that you
4: got your drink? I got my drink. I'm Apple, apple crown, crown. Going down. Bought my vehicle. Oh, Congratulations. Brother. Appreciate you, man. Happy
2: for you, boss. Yeah. Uh we ain't gonna discuss what it's, it is. It's a good whip. Yeah, we ain't gonna discuss what it is. Ain't nobody business. I can discuss it then. No, you can't, brother. Not yes, not over here. Not over these airways. else what? Just don't do it. <laughs> ain't no or else nothing, man. You know, ain't no Threats. repercussions for it. Uh uh-uh, you can't. No, yeah, yeah. Just don't bro, do oh, it. Man. It ain't, it ain't nobody's nobody business what it is. Okay. All right. Bro. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate it, though. No problem. Um, it's a good whip, though. I appreciate you for that, too. Yeah, for real. I, I love it. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. I just want to ride. You will. I want to drive, actually. You can do that, too. I want to take it. You can't do that, but you can do the other two. You can drive it, then you can ride. But you can't do the other Since two. You I agree
4: on everything else? Nah, brother. you park it in my garage.
2: Um, negatory. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
4: You can keep paying for it my for man. the
2: bench mob. So we got we do have a, um, a dope show for y'all today. We actually have somebody um, in a building um, that a lot of people have requested. For us to have on the show A lot of Marquette alumni mm-hmm. um, A lot of people who uh, Follow basketball really in depthly, Not only here in Milwaukee But also I had a lot of requests about it period So we're going to introduce that person here in a second Yep um, But um, We finally got him in the building um, So Dwight Bikes is here in the building Yes sir Yes he is And we will talk to him a little bit Here in a second about everything that's going on With his pro basketball career mm-hmm. Him um being a summer league champion yes, for sir. the Orlando Summer League. Him uh-huh. be actually being ranked Champion in the building, boss. Him actually being ranked as a number one player in that summer league as well. That's what's up. And then uh I do want to get in uh, I do wanna talk to him about something. He 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 scorched one of my former favorite players when he was coming out of Georgetown. <laughs> mm-hmm. When he was playing over in China, gave Stefan Stephon Marbury forty four. So we are gonna, gonna get into that and everything. Yeah, I he was did at all- Georgia Tech, man. Who? Oh, with Georgia, he wasn't. In- no, this was when Marbury was playing in China. Oh, but you just said he was playing no, at Georgetown.
4: Just, who? I thought you said Georgetown.
2: No, I said no, He was one of my favorite players when he played at Georgia Tech. You didn't say Georgia Tech. You said, said Georgetown. You George said Georgetown, boss. Georgia Tech, brother. Come on now, I you, give you, very listen. few times to correct you. You you absolutely You're right. correcting all the time.
4: Give me my give me my Georgia Tech. Thank you, Yellow Jackets. Correct that. Yeah, you're
2: right, man. Under Crimp. What was he under? Uh, he was with... Uh, Denny Crump. No, it wasn't Denny Crump. Bobby Crump. No, Bobby Crump. Yeah, 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 Brother, yeah, yeah. see? There you go. Now, my chance to yeah. correct you. Dang. Let's get it correct, bro. But yeah, so we'll talk to him... Don't even get a minute. ...about all of that. Not at all, brother. I'll come back very quick. So we'll get into um, everything with him, you know, from his Marquette playing days to playing with, under Buzz Williams... I even want to go back a little bit further to playing at Indian Hills and him being a junior college All-American. Did yes, my sir. My homework, man. I did my homework. I know you do, brother. So we'll get into all of that, okay? I just cheat sheet. Yeah, I know, bro. <laughs> <laughs> my anyway, man. Anyway, Mark, let's, uh, because we do got a lot going on, let's get right to it, okay? Yes, sir. Let's start with Rapid Fire. Rapid Fire, the fastest news in sports. Sport.
5: Sport.
2: Yes, sir, you can go first. All right. Um, James Harrison, your boy is back my in the news. My man. Check this out, Workout Warrior. He was pushing, you know, those weights that you push, those football weights that you push or whatever. Mm-hmm. Eighteen hundred pounds worth of weights. He's a beast, man. He is a monster. I told you he ain't he ain't he doesn't have it all upstairs, right? I'm scared to death of dude.
4: You the should answer, be. Yeah. He scares me through the television, boss. Yeah, that's very intimidating young man. Yes, sir.
2: Go ahead. Panthers released Michael Orr after failed physical. Yeah, I saw that too Michael Ward uh, You know, he was having I think it was heart problems If I'm not mistaken He was having something Going on with his heart mm-hmm. And it's been like that For his um, for the, the majority of his career So um, I do hope he land on his feet um, I don't think it's as severe As the Chris Bosch situation But mm-hmm. I still Because we, remember We spoke about that last week If right. we will right. sign him so But I still hope he lands on his feet so. For sure um, Derrick Rose mm-hmm. is in serious talks to sign a one-year deal with the Cleveland Cavaliers,
4: I saw that. I don't know how much it'll help. Um, Golden State still is the whip,
2: so yeah, it would it would help a little <laughs> bit because it's an upgrade from. Um, I think it's still an upgrade from Darren Williams. And if he okay. if, if he accepts gotcha. the 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 backup role, mm-hmm. that second unit, I think it'll help out a lot. Now they still like you said, they still got to do a lot to overcome Golden State, but I still For think sure. it'll help out a lot. Yep. go ahead. Derek
4: Carr predicts that uh, Khalil Mack will. Uh, record thirty sacks in two thousand seventeen. I don't
2: know about thirty, but I did tell you that I think Khalil Mack's going to be defensive player of the year this year.
4: Yeah, well, I, t- I I will say this with his motor, I think he he's probably, he has the potential to. I could I could see them
2: not getting thirty, but close to it. He's going to get a lot. Um, I got one more. You got you got another one for me too. I got a few. Okay, I got one more. Um, Mello, um, let me rephrase that. I will take that back. Damian Lillard and C.J. McCollum reached out to Mello to join the Portland Trailblazers, and they said that they really think Mello is interested. Uh, that'll be an upgrade for
4: him. It'll be it'll, it'll it'll bring them some help. I'm just not sure. You still got Golden State, man. <laughs> you
5: know
4: what I'm saying? That's, do you think
2: everybody's having these knee jerk reactions to what Golden State has done? Yeah, that's, that's the only, only chance is, right? you got, man. Right? You got, to, you it's got to a stockpile. stack. Yeah, you, you got, got a stockpile. stack. Yeah.
4: Go ahead. Terrell Owens
2: advises OBJ: Let your play do the talking. If anybody, let me, okay, I got something for you. If anybody can advise. That's Odell Beckham Jr., by the way. Yeah. If anybody can advise Odell Beckham about anything, because we all know right now Terrell Owens is being blackballed by all the estrionics that he was doing on and off the field, right? Yeah. By not making it to the Hall of Fame. Ain't no way in hell Terrell Owens shouldn't have been in the Hall of Fame.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: But if anybody can advise anybody on what to do to or keep their not ima- to Or what not to do to mm-hmm. keep their image clean. It would be Terrell Owens because he's he's right now he is paying for what he did what he did on the field. Yeah,
4: I think I think that it was it was kind of polarizing. And I think it's me personally. This is Mark. Okay. Personally, think that it's unfair what they're doing to him because to Terrell, I, I yeah because, definitely of course I, not just keeping him out of the Hall of Fame, but just the uh, the image that they've painted of him. I don't think it's fair. I think he just was somebody who was very emotional and very passionate about what he did. You I don't know, think, so I don't and, think and I think I think he came across in a bad way well, I don't, you know, I just don't, I don't think that they they um the, even try to understand
2: The it. BS is is the mainstream media. Since we are the media too, I could put this out there. We're not mainstream, so we going to shoot it from the parking lot. But mm-hmm. but the mainstream media is what they do is you know, they one person will say something like if you were um, um if you were in the media for let's just say you were working for Dallas or somebody, right? Mm-hmm. If one person says it,
5: Ugh Dallas,
2: oh Okay, I'm sorry. Let me say somebody else. In San Francisco, the Thank 49ers. You. Okay, or I'm good with that. Yeah, okay, so if you were working for the 49ers when he were there, when he was there, and if somebody painted a picture of what Terrell Owens was during that point in time, everybody else in the media is going to clam around it because you are in the media. They may mm-hmm. have never even entered, interviewed Terrell Owens, even had contact, contact with Terrell <sighs> right. Owens. Right. But because of what everybody else is saying about it, exactly. that's the paint, the picture that's painted of him, which yeah. is unfair. It's super unfair. It's super unfair. So yeah. I agree with you 100% on that. Yeah. You got one more for me?
4: Yes, sir. Go ahead. Brock Lesnar hasn't re-enrolled in the USADA testing pool.
2: Why should he if he's not in the UFC? Well, there, there, you know, there was rumors that he was trying to get back in. Yeah, but I so, don't think I think that check from the WWE right now is 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 better than what that UFC check is going to be. Probably right, right. So, that's, and I think that's why he's not doing it. So, got gotcha, you, boss. All right, Mark. So before we bring the white on real quick, uh huh. James Simpson, right? <laughs> yes. Um, earlier was granted parole as early as of October of this year, right? Right. Now, I just want to put some stuff into perspective. And I want to put some things into perspective, reason being is because I want to be fair to Orenthal James, right? Yes, sir. So he was acquitted of the double murder, everybody knows. um, Probably one of the most um, polarizing... Infamous. Infamous uh, cases that I've seen since I've been able to really follow cases and things of that nature right, right? so he was acquitted of a double murder of Nicole Brown Simpson and um, Ronald Goldman
5: mm-hmm.
2: back in 90s what was that 90 95 95 okay so he was acquitted of the double murder right mhm and when he got off the double murder I'm on a record saying I think he did it I still think he did it he wouldn't have beat me if I was the uh the defense or not the defense. If I was the um, prosecutor, he wouldn't have beat me. There's no way in hell with all that evidence, OJ would have beat me. But okay, okay. That, that that's a story for another day. <laughs> right. I told you, attorney and a GM, I can do both well of them. That's a story for another day. But anyway, so. This dude. <laughs> but,
4: Super Negro.
2: Yeah, all of that. <laughs> but anyway, so he was acquitted of that. And after he got acquitted he was just going crazy like i don't know if anybody out there bench mob if you saw the documentaries that that was out there of him or if you saw the um 30 for 30 that was out there of right. him but his dude was wilding out and it was almost like he was smiling in the face of the police officers like hey you can't catch me right so what ended up happening was he got he got <clears throat> geeked up <clears throat> somebody told him that they knew of some people that had some of his memorabilia you know right. heisman trophy all type of stuff that he won when he was at usc mm-hmm. all type of other stuff that he had Somebody had his memorabilia They geeked OJ up to the point where they they was like Yo, I know where he is, let's go get your stuff back mm-hmm. OJ took that advice Went to Vegas, went to go get his stuff back But he had a gun, so they deemed it as armed robbery Well, he didn't have it, but his but see, guys well, his did His guys had it, right, and he was ordering people Don't move, you ain't going nowhere, this and this and that So he was really plotting and putting people in positions As to, you guard this area, you guard that area So he was the mastermind behind it In so many words, right, right. So, with that being said O.J. was sentenced to 20-plus years. I'm not sure the exact number. 33. There you go. So you know the number. 33 years in prison f- for robbing, armed robbery for his own sports memorabilia. armed
4: robbery and kidnapping. Right. It was a bunch of charges
2: that they had, but too. But we both know that it was because of that <clears> throat> murder throat> that happened back in 95. They, right. they was kicking his ass for that that happened back right. in 95. Right. So all these, these years that he got was due to what happened back in 95. Right. He got acquitted I'm sorry He got um, parole. parole today he, Yeah he was eligible For parole eligible So they granted yeah, they granted His parole starting in October Where he's gonna have to be Confined uh, Back in Florida I believe it is To where To one of his estates Back in Florida Now he still gets his Pension, pension? from the NFL Right And I think he still Has an estate in Florida That uh, Cause he still owes money To Nicole's family And Ronald no, Goldman's family Just Ronald Goldman's family I think it's both yeah, Okay Yeah I think it's both Okay I but, thought it was just
4: them, okay, the Goldman family, because I was. We'll that at break. Yeah, we definitely clarify that at break. So, was, yeah, yes, so, on break.
2: Mm-hmm. so <laughs> anyway, they can't touch his <laughs> estate money, the money that he got from his estate, and they can't touch his NFL pension. Okay? True. Okay, he was granted parole. What do you feel about that? Okay,
4: first of all, it's probably the most uh, I don't know polarizing story. It's especially connected to sports. Definitely. So I um, so. I'm I'm probably one of just a few people that's willing to admit to um, having some level of sympathy for him. Now, let me make sure I clarify this. I'm not sure if he actually murdered them.
2: I'm more inclined to believe that he had something to do with them being murdered. I'm glad you said that. Can I retract what I said then? Go ahead. I agree with that a hundred percent. I like mm-hmm. that better than what I said. Yeah. Because I, I don't have any concrete evidence that he did it too. But yeah. I know that he I think that he has an idea of who did it if he didn't yeah. do it.
4: Now okay. let's 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 even mention this too. Now that was years before they started dealing with CTE. Right. Which I think he struggles with. Okay. I think this something that he actually battles with. Okay. Um, which is, you know, at least possibly. I think that um I I'm, I'm 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 bothered by how he's characterized. Okay. I think it is I'm not even going to say that it's unfair. I think that he garners a lot of it. I think he is responsible for how people characterize him. Okay. Correct? Right. So, but I also think that they exaggerated it. And I think they exaggerated it because America especially as it pertains as um uncomfortable as this might be to hear and mm-hmm. for me to say okay one of the most glorified shoot it from the parking lot G. yes i you am know we do. one of the most glorified um objects and entities in our society is not only white women but a blonde white woman blue eyes too don't forget the blue, blue eyes. Eyed, okay blonde white woman right now I love blue-eyed black. Like, I'm mean, blonde women. They're beautiful. There's <laughs> some that's absolutely beautiful. Nicole gorgeous. Simpson was right. beautiful, right? Uh, but that's almost but a I trophy. That's almost not just. And I'm not trying to, um, by any means, offend anybody that's blue-eyed blonde. I'm, okay. I'm
5: complimenting or anybody white. Anybody white
4: that that's blue-eyed and blonde. I think that there are some that are absolutely gorgeous. So, but I think that that's one of the most prized possessions in America. That's just my opinion. Okay. Um And I think that he's characterized exaggeratedly because they, they truly believe, they want to pin somebody on it. Okay. And he probably is the most likely individual that they you. can pin it on because they cannot at any point not um, deal with someone actually destroying what they glorify. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. And so I think that it's unfair that they have done it to the magnitude that they have. Mm-hmm. I don't think that I'm not saying that he, again, I'm not saying that he's an innocent dude You're by any means. You're not absolving him of anything. I got no, you. I got I'm you. I'm not. Because I started this by saying, if he didn't do it, mm-hmm. I think he was responsible for it. I think you, okay.
2: go ahead. I'll, I'll so, let you finish.
4: So, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end it with this. Okay. If if you look at just how how white America characterized black people mm-hmm. an opportunity to, glor- to 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 exaggerate somebody like o j Simpson, who was a successful even though and and by the way, I did listen to jay z's i was
2: just about to say that man <laughs> i ain't black i'm o j okay
4: <laughs> okay <Right.
2: laughs>
4: um even even with that being said um they need they they need to rip apart a black person that had his status and the problem with OJ is that he alienated black people yeah and for white people accepting him in their society he mm-hmm. alienated them too that's true so he's like he's he he doesn't have a place to turn now no he doesn't but just- he can turn back to us why because you're going to find a whole lot more people who's it's going to, in, in our community right. that's going to sympathize to, with, even though he just basically turned his back on us. Mm-hmm. We will sympathize with him and say, you know what?
2: You know, if you come back around, we'll embrace you, boss. Okay. You know what's so funny that you mentioned that mm-hmm. because Shannon Sharp and um, Rob Parker, they both said somebody asked him a question, and I'm paraphrasing what they asked him here. Mm -hmm. They asked him, they said, if O.J. would have embraced the black community when he was going through his trial and everything, you know, I'm sorry, um, when he was playing, his playing career, if you would embrace him, if you would embrace him during his playing career, would you guys have a different, (laughs) would you be more open armed? Would you would you bring him back more with open arms now? And they both said, yeah. Oh, absolutely. And they said, the funny thing is, is they said, but we won't we we wouldn't. Necessarily turn our back on him now, which is exactly what you just that's said. Exactly I just wanted to put that saying. in perspective because yep. that's exactly what you said.
4: I didn't hear that right. Just I'm um, black. You know, what I'm saying I'm a black man. The, so, but yeah. you
2: know what the thing is? Is like I said, he rubbed his face. Oh, he rubbed it in people's face, in the in the authorities' face when he was even when he was down in Florida and he was talking about he got these many holes and this many holes and he was a pimp and all of this stuff. It was like, yo, you get acquitted for <laughs> a double murder. I know you over there laughing. But you get acquitted for a double murder. Yeah, that's funny. You lay low, bro. Like, why is you still in the limelight doing all this extra shit that you're doing? Right. If I get acquitted for a double murder... I'm getting my behinds where Sit down. I, I'm going to a different country, probably, somewhere. I'm, I'm getting out of here. Yeah. Or, I'm, a, if, I'm just... Wherever you go... Just relax. Have a seat, buddy. Yeah, relax. So. Just, just have a seat. Um. But they said, you know, he, he served his time for the crime in which he committed. This is the, for... The crime that he was actually, actually convicted, convicted, convicted of. Convicted of. He yeah. served his time and... I mean, it is what it is. Now, the biggest thing is, is if he can be an upstanding citizen moving forward,
4: or just a sit down citizen.
2: <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> and if you back it up, up, right? Exactly. Get so. somewhere and sit down, man. Anyway, good luck, Ornthal. Yeah, good luck, boss. Anyway, all right, Mark. When we come back, man. Yep. Dwight bikes is in the building, okay? Yes, sir. We will have the white bikes on when we come back, bench mob. Come on, come on, come on, come on. If you do go somewhere, once again, get some popcorn to bring your ass back to the set. I'm
4: going to get a LaCroix.
2: (laughs) All right, we'll be back on Baseline to line.
0: Hey, what's up? It's Reggie Smooth as Butter Brown, and you're checking out Baseline to line, the illest sports podcast in the land, bar none. Bench Mob Crew, we are back on Baseline to Goal Line with Al Boogie, the franchise, and the Phenom Mark Harris.
2: Yo, welcome back to Baseline to Goal Line, the illest sports podcast show in the land, bar none. All right, in the building. Listen, I'm honored, Mark. Me too. You honor, right?
4: Yes, sir. Absolutely.
2: Appreciate that, man. In the building, former Marquette Golden Eagle. Toronto Raptor, Los Angeles Laker, <laughs> professional basketball player. Once again, like I said before, he was just named the best basketball player at the Dallas. I'm sorry, at the Dallas. He played for Dallas in the Orlando Summer League. Mm-hmm. And they actually won the championship in the Orlando Summer League. But. In the building right now, Dwight Bikes from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. What's going on, Dwight? Uh, appreciate it, man. Do me a favor, brother, speaking to the mic. That's <laughs> <laughs>
5: right.
2: So we got a couple rules, man, right? One of the rules is be a hundred percent authentic to yourself. We got a sand on here. Shoot it from the parking lot, which means just keep it all the way real. Just be a hundred percent, all right. Um, you can curse, just keep them to a minimum. Don't don't drop the F bomb. I say shit. I let other stuff fly. So you can curse too, okay? Um how you doing G?
6: I'm doing good, man. Doing good. Appreciate y'all for sure. Yes, sir. I appreciate you, brothers. How's your summer going so far? Um, it's been a busy summer, man. Um, but it's been fun though. You know, I'm enjoying it, playing basketball, being with the family. So, it's been cool so far. It's almost over with, but yeah. How you like? <laughs> I know you are back in Milwaukee. How You like being back in Milwaukee? Man, it's cool. You know, it's you know, you know what you're gonna expect out of Milwaukee. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. Okay. It is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's jump right into it, man. So.
2: So after playing at uh, Bayview High School, you went to Indian Hills Community College. And what I want to ask is, why Why did you choose the junior college route as opposed to going to a major school right out of high school?
6: Well, um, really, it, was just, it came down to the test, man, the ACT test. Okay. So I think I came short, like, three points. Um, but at the time, I didn't really even know anything about that, man. I was just hooping. Okay. I ain't really, you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't stress to me to take this test, take this test, nothing like that. So, you know, it was like when it got presented to me, you know, all right, let me try to see what I can do. Lock right. In, lock in, study this little stuff, woo-woo. But, you know, basically I didn't get the score that I needed to go. Um, I actually had committed to Bradley. I was actually going to go to Bradley. You know what's funny? I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that. I, this
2: dude at the gym, work workout at the WAC, right? Mm-hmm. He was like, man, he committed to Bradley. <laughs> and I said, I didn't I didn't even know that. And he was like, Yeah, he committed You to Bradley. didn't know that? No. And he because the guy went to Bradley. Okay. And he said we were so excited as alumni and boosters to get him. Mm-hmm. And he said, but he said, I don't know what happened and he ended up going to Indy Hills. Like, so that's crazy that you mentioned that. So wow. you committed to Bradley, huh? Yeah. Now what, what other schools was um, was actually uh after you during this point in time?
6: Um I really don't even remember. I know I had like um, I didn't really have no high high major schools. Okay. Um, I think it was probably like yeah. I think uh, I think really the only team that really was like really ready to make a move was Bradley though, and I kind of okay. and I feel like that's why it was like it was a no brainer like just to you know commit to them commit to them and, okay um, try to you know what I'm saying make that push after that but. And then everything that worked out, I supposed to.
2: Right. So, I mean, yeah, it did. Because you're here well, now. Yeah, yeah <laughs> right. definitely. Yeah, right. So, it definitely, it definitely worked out good <laughs> for us. Right. It, 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 not even <laughs> us, but for you. I mean, because. Yeah, for you, And, for and sure. we're going to get into that uh, here a little bit later, your journey, but it definitely worked out because you were able to go to Indian Hills. Um, and at Indian Hills, you were junior college All American.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: Right. So, after your um, your sophomore year at Indian Hills, who was
6: who were you? Who's recruiting you after your sophomore year at Indian Hills? Oh man, I had um, man, I had uh, everybody honestly, pretty much yeah. every every top team. Like I had like a legit, probably like fifteen teams to choose from. Um, but you know Marquette was home, um, and it was kind of like you know to be able to come back home playing for my family, it was like a no-brainer. So it was like once they really showed commitment to like really wanting me, it was like. Alright, I'm going to do it No okay. matter what Like, it's home D- like,
2: Was it Now, was it Was it a close call With any other team? With any other program I should say That was that was out there That was recruiting you? Because Okay, uh, alongside of Marquette Who else was recruiting you though? Uh, can you um, just give me a couple names?
6: I had Kentucky um, Wait a minute what Wow Gillespie uh, Gillespie was there at the time Okay um, I had Kentucky uh, Tennessee mm-hmm. Iowa State mm-hmm. Wow Um Man, a uh, Memphis. Okay, um,
2: well, Calipari was at Memphis, yeah, wasn't he? Yeah. Wow. During that time. Yeah. So okay, let's, let's stay right there for a second, right? Because a lot of people will say, and I, and I know you, I just heard you say it was a no brainer to come back to Marquette, but a lot of people will say Calipari, right? He can get me
6: to the league. So why why did you why were you hesitant with Calipari, and, um, and Memphis? I think at the time it was more so the recruiting class that was coming into. Um, that was going to be coming to Memphis at the time. Okay. And then it was more so just... Was that
2: Derrick Rose's class
6: that was coming in? Yeah. Okay, okay. -hmm. So I think it was just more so having the opportunity to come back home. I watched a lot of Marquette games, so I kind of knew how they played. Exactly. They let their guards play. It was Mm -hmm. like a free, you know, it's an open game, so... It was like I feel like it, was, it probably would have been the best situation for me to come back home, okay. and my mom be able to be at the games, don't have to travel to come see me play. Mm-hmm. So exactly, it was like more so just a a decision off convenience of just, comes just, up. Yeah, you know, just being being able to be at home and just knowing the history of the offense. I'm good. Okay. Um, how oh was, wait, wait.
4: I'm sorry. I did one. You, you did you did you play for Cream? Nah, nah. I played Buzz, for Buzz, Williams. Buzz, Buzz. Okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay.
6: How was it playing for Buzz? Um, he's a he's a man. He's a hell of a coach. Uh, he's tough. He's demanding. He's going. He going to basically get everything out you that you never thought you can get or, you know what I'm saying, you can do. Um, but he taught me a lot there. And, uh, man, hell of a coach. I know that. Okay. okay.
2: Um, you were oh. there with... Um, it was loaded. Yeah, you were, yeah. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to wrap my mind around it because Jimmy was there. Jimmy Butler was there. Jimmy was there. We got uh, derrick Johnson Odom. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, DJ O was yeah. there. Uh, um, was, were you there also with... Um, Madison Memorial. Slipping my mind right now. Namon. Jeron? No, not Jeron. West? Wes. Nah, Wes nah, nah, West nah. was before you. Yeah, he was yeah, okay. yeah, before me. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he was before me. Wesley was before you. Um Vander was after
6: you. No, Van was Van got a year in. Oh, okay. He got a year in with
2: me. So Vander was there with yeah. you as well. Yeah. Okay. Um and what's the other kid's name? Um, I can't think of the other kid name that played that played with you on the basketball tournament. Um at the basketball, I can't think of his name right now. I know he was there with West, so but he wasn't. Like, there. You're talking about Jarrell. Jarrell, yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was there with, uh, he was there with 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 West, right? And
6: Dominic James. And yep. Dominic James, yep. that's right,
2: that's right. Yeah. That, that name, Dominic James. He man, I always he should have left after his sophomore year, but that's a story no, for another freshman, day. You
6: what? freshman year. Freshman year, you're right, yeah, freshman mm-hmm. year. That's
2: a story for another day. Yep. So, you were there for your junior and senior year,
6: correct? Yeah.
2: Did you start right away your, your junior year?
6: Um yeah I, I I believe it was uh maybe a couple games in and I was uh, starting at, actually at the two guard.
2: Who was playing DJ O was playing at the, yeah, at it, the one. Yeah, was, he was uh, playing the
6: one. It was me and yeah it was me and DJ but I, if I'm mistaken I think it was uh it maybe I think we both honestly was um wasn't starting from the start. Okay. And I think like a couple games in we had, we ended up starting together. Okay. Okay. And that was your junior year. How did, how well did you play your junior year? My junior year I was like, I think like six six points, but it was more so it was a it was just a change basically, you know, coming from everything that I just did at, at, at junior ju- college, JUCO right, or whatever, right. coming there with a full loaded team. So it mm-hmm. was it was definitely a difference for me because I was, I scored the ball like so. Right. It was definitely um, a big uh, role that I had to you know sacrifice or whatever, but you know it was a uh, was with a, I was with a great bunch of guys and now I, I ran that team and led that team. So okay. it mm-hmm. definitely panned out. And then your senior year. Um, was was who was there your senior year? My senior year, we was uh, me, uh, DJO, which is Derek Johnson Odom. Right. Um, Jimmy was there with me, uh, and Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder was there as well. Yeah, yep. yeah. Jay was there too. Um, and
2: that, that was, was a good Vans, squad, man. Van's first year, right? That was Van's freshman year, right? Yeah, yeah. Van's freshman year. So we just named four p- players. That sniffed somewhere in the NBA, right? Yeah. He, matter of fact, five because D.J.L. sniffed the NBA too. Yep. Yeah, he played for the Lakers for a little bit. Yep, yep, so that's five players right there that played in the NBA. Yep. that was a squad. <laughs> that was a nice squad. So, how
6: did you play your senior year? My senior year it was more. Uh, it was definitely a better year for me. Um, it was just more so just you know at, getting that first year out the way, just having fun that next year because it was definitely to to me it was definitely Good catch. A, it definitely was. A, um, <laughs> It definitely was a role that I wasn't used to with my junior that I had to embrace. So, right. Um, I think it was, bad. it was it was more fun my senior year actually just figuring it out and just being with those guys. So, uh, you know, we did a lot of good things that year. Uh, wish we could have, you know. How far did y'all go in the tournament? Uh, I think we went, we went to the Sweet Sixteen. Okay. okay. Who would y'all lose to? Uh, North okay. Carolina. North Carolina got us. Harrison Barnes. Oh, Hanson, yeah, Hanson all and them. all of them. Yeah, they
2: got y'all in there. Right. Yeah, okay, they got us. <laughs> <laughs> Seem like it's bringing back some bad memories, brother. <laughs> yeah, bad. Yeah, we, definitely,
6: we definitely came out and laid the egg that day.
2: Right. So, all right. So, um, I'm gonna tell you when I became a fan, a huge fan. Um, I'm a Mar- so for basketball, I follow Marquette. Mm-hmm. Football, of course, is Wisconsin. Since we don't have a Wisconsin football, I mean Marquette football team, but I follow Wisconsin football. You know when I became a fan was the summer. Cause I was on the fence. I'm gonna be perfectly honest with you. I was on the fence, like, dang, is he gonna make it to the next level? I know he's gonna play basketball somewhere, but is he good enough to make it to the next level? Mm-hmm. Until Pro Am. That summer when I saw you in Pro Am, I said, What the hell? Is <laughs> dude because it was it's entirely different. It's mm-hmm. not uh, it's more of a pro style basketball game. Yeah. More one on one, you can do what you want to do, and I was like, "Where the hell was this at Marquette?" Because yeah. I'm talking about forty point games, like back to back, and high thirty point games, and shooting like sixty percent from the three point line. I said, "Where the hell was this <laughs> at Marquette?" And it, am I am I correct? You're right, You're yeah, definitely it, right. and it was it was is it because of the you didn't have any leashes on you for pro am, correct?
6: Yeah, not at all. Yeah, definitely, okay. definitely go out there and play your game. Play you your know. game and do what you want and, to do. Right,
2: exactly. And with that, what is your game? Like, what, what do you. Your game is you're more open court. You're more one on one, correct?
6: Yeah, definitely isolation. Like, just get a bucket.
2: Right. One on one, get a bucket. Get Hence the 44 points that you scored on Barbary, which we will get <laughs> we're to gonna later. Get to yeah, that. We're definitely going to get to that. <laughs> um, so, after. So after your senior year and after Pro-Am, when, when I became a believer after Pro-Am, I said, this dude needs to be on somebody's summer league, mm-hmm. somebody's NBA roster. He needs to be on there. After your senior year, were you invited to any summer leagues after your senior year?
6: Nah, I don't. Nah, I don't, not no, uh, nah no summer leagues. I believe not, not,
2: not no NBA summer leagues at all? Nah, okay. Where did you go after? Where did you play your your first, first professional basketball? Uh, um...
6: I got drafted to the D League. The NBA. uh That's right, the D League. You were all rookie. Yeah, rookie first
2: team. All rookie first team <laughs> you yeah, you're, uh you in the D League. That's right. <laughs> hey listen man, I I know this stuff. I'm just putting this out there because for the for the bench mob. So I'm putting mm-hmm. this out there for that. So all right. So All rookie D League. You play for the Tulsa 66ers. Tulsa
6: 66ers which is now OKC Blue. Right, OKC, OKC Blue. Team. Okay. And um how well did you play in the D League? I played real well. Um, I was. I actually wasn't starting. Um, it was actually Jerome Dyson that was starting with me. That went to UConn. That went
2: to UConn, and <laughs> yeah. that's not
6: okay. Well, whatever. Go ahead. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> yeah, he was definitely starting or whatever. So you know, it was he, he had been there a year, so he already had a year of Omi already. So okay, it was more so I had to really coming there and uh you know get after you know it was. I'm coming at him every single day, like trying to make sure that y'all know that I'm here. Like, right, I ain't really no backup. Really, I to be starting. So, <laughs> right, exactly, <laughs> you my know, we were just going at it and stuff like that. So, um, you know, as as things started going, I was playing like probably like probably like twenty something minutes a game, but I was averaging fifteen. Like, I was. Just, I had the mindset when I come in to try to change the game. So,
2: is that the mindset that the coach gave you? Like when you come in, do what you're supposed to do, get us some buckets. Run the team, but still pick and choose your spots when you're supposed to get buckets?
6: Man, honestly it was really just coming come in there and kinda run the team. And if you if it's there, go ahead. But it right. was re- more so of stressing like run the team. Make sure okay. you keep this stuff under control, otherwise you might have to come out. We're gonna put him back in the game. Like Okay. So I but that was just the fact that they didn't really know they was kinda of basing off of Marquette. They didn't really They didn't really know, really exactly. know what you can do. Yeah, so it was like you know,
2: hence going back to what I said, I didn't know what you can do to the pro end. right? Exactly. So it came kind of full circle, which was kind of a blessing in disguise if you think about it. You not being picked up by a summer league squad, but you still getting drafted to the D league. How does? Can you walk us through that process? Like, how does that work? If you're not picked up by a summer league squad. They were holding drafts for the people who didn't get picked up for summer league squad. Or how does that work? Do you
6: know the process? Just far, just far as the
2: in, the um the D league draft. How does that oh, work? Nah, as far-
6: it don't have that. Don't got nothing to do with you no know, summer league. or Nothing like that. It's basically, okay. every year they're gonna have a draft. Basically, just like it's an NBA draft, they're gonna do a D league draft. And, right. Um, basically, you know, everybody's coming out of college. Basically, everybody, you know, you. I think it's like I want to say six, maybe six rounds, something like that. If I okay. if I'm mistaken, but. Um, basically, you know, you, you get drafted to a team, and that's your team. You oh know, wow, okay. Going so, it so it is,
2: it's just like that, okay? Yeah, yeah. Which definitely.
6: is now the G League. Yeah, it's yeah The G mm-hmm. League now. What the hell are they doing with that?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Which is the G League now? So the Tulsa Sixty Sixers. Um, were you there? How, how many years were you there?
6: I was just there one year.
2: Okay, and then where did you go after? After the fact?
6: After after uh, summer. I mean after. Um, I was with them for the first year of the D League. Uh, I went to France after that. Okay. Following that, I went to France. Okay, now where
2: are we in France as far as um, levels? Because you know every every country has A, B, C, D yeah, levels yeah. as far as basketball goes, right? This this particular spot where you were in France, what level of was that the was that the
6: highest? Yeah, that was, that was Pro A. Pro A A is the highest in France. Okay, so what is it? Pro A, B? How does it go? Pro A, Pro B, and then it's like like three other things, but it's some weird ass. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Weird name or whatever. I got
2: you. I got you. So how did you play over in
6: France? Man, I had a tremendous year over there. Um, It was actually my first time, you know, really going overseas, full season. Okay. And, you know, all you hear is just so much negative stuff, honestly, going overseas. Like, you know, you never know how your living going to be, where you're going to be at. The coach, you to be practicing two times a day, so it's like your money might be late. So it's just, it's just plenty of stuff that you gotta, you know, what I'm saying, endure when you're thinking about going over there. So it was like my first year, I was like a little skeptical, but that's what I had to do. I had to go get some money. Like I wasn't doing the D League again. I had a had a successful season in the D League, but you know, it didn't happen as far as NBA. So you know, in my mind, like, I gotta go get some money. So
2: and the pay, of course, in the D League as opposed to you playing overseas is night and day. Night, overseas is so much better than to pay in the
6: D-League, correct? If you get yeah, pay, not, right. Yeah, not yeah, not even close.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm. But how was your experience? I know that you, because you just mentioned that, you know, people are skeptical about, yeah. um, you know, overseas living and even living accommodations and things of that nature. But how was how was the, the first experience for you? How was it?
6: Man, it was amazing. Uh, I was actually in France, uh, probably like two and a half hours away from uh, Paris. Um, wow. Mm. The, coach, <laughs> the coach was real cool, real chill. He, um... He really rocked out. Let, let everybody, you know, what I'm saying, play the game. So, um, it was, for my first time of being over there, you know, it was real. It was a great. It was a great thing. Uh, I, I had I went a crazy season over there. Uh, you know, I know up the MVP of the season over there. Wow! With the BCM Gravelands. Gravelands. Yeah. yeah Gravelands. Gravelands. Okay. Yeah. So you know, it was. Uh, we did a lot of things. We finished number one in the season. Uh, getting ready for playoffs. We won the leaders cup. That was really a big deal over there. That I never knew nothing about. Basically played. Uh, to play three games in three days basically to win it all. Okay. And they take it it's a big deal. Like it's it's in pairs, a big deal. Sold out everything. So, you know, it was great it was a great it was great, man. And living with everything was was excellent. I had more than enough room, you know. Mm-hmm. Man, it like it was it was basically it was uh it was a great situation for me for my first uh for my first season.
2: Okay. Um now after you taste something like this, I know everybody's ultimate goal is to go back and play in the NBA—that's everybody's goal, right? Yeah. But at the point, at that point in time, were you were you starting to have doubts about you know not coming back here, not making it back to the um to the National Basketball Association?
6: Nah, I mean when I was there, you know I was still yeah I was still fresh, so like I just did I just came off for of a good season in D League, got some talks with the NBA, kind of like let them know what was going on, kind they knew who I was, but okay. I just wasn't gonna do it again. I had to, you know, what I'm saying I got a family, so I'm like I'm gonna go overseas. But as I was. As I was having an amazing season, I started getting feedback like, yeah, you might have a summer league team, you got this summer league team, you know, this Hey, somebody came out there to watch you play, you didn't know who it was. So it was more so like, all right, yeah, you're getting back to what you where you really did in Juco. like Okay. That's where you know, that's where it all started. Right, so of course. It was basically you no know, just that right opportunity for me and it was just a lot it was just a lot of feedback, so you know it was just more so like once I finish up, you know what's next let me see what's going on, but I know I got some options okay, and then what
2: did happen next
6: and then I ended up playing with um o k c in the summer- uh summer league I remember that uh, i had a I had a crazy um four games with them um and this was in Orlando too correct yeah, yeah. orlando and uh ended up getting signed in that week didn't he, didn't even wow. fin- didn't even finish out <laughs> didn't finish out the week with the team um ended up getting signed by the Toronto <laughs> raptors um <clears <clears <throat> And then that's where you know that's where it kind of like, you know, got going.
2: Okay, I want to play play a sound bite from um something with the Toronto Raptors. I just want to jog your memory to see if you remember what this is, okay?
6: Yeah.
3: Raptors HQ here at Media Day. We're here with uh, Dwight Bikes of the Toronto Raptors, number 13. So since summer league, it's sort of been a whirlwind for you, uh, sort of coming onto the team and being one of the newer faces. What are some of the things you can take away since summer league ended and coming to Toronto? Um, You know, just... uh... It was it definitely, I learned, I learned more out there, you know, uh, when I was
6: in summer league, you know, playing with the team, you know, getting to know the guys, spots that they like to score at, you know, that definitely was a challenge for me because, you know, as a point guard, you got to know that, you know, as far as your teammates and what they like to do and make it easier for them. So, you know, that's definitely been something that's uh that was a little bit of challenge, but now definitely from being out there with those guys and being here now, it definitely has been learned every single day, and uh,
3: it's, been, it's been fun right now. It's been for real, real fun out here, just getting ready for training camp now. What are some of your thoughts on some of the players that the Raptors have brought in this offseason and some of the guys who have been here for a while now, and just the team makeup in general?
6: Um, I think it would be a special year. Uh, when you sum it up with all the guys, I think it could be a special year. You know, We just got to stay focused and uh, you know stay hungry and be ready for this upcoming season have a great
3: training camp and then you know get ready to kick the season off for sure so what are some things about you that fans might not know about something unique or like what are you like away from the game of basketball
6: um, i love music uh listen to music all the time uh you know i'm uh I'm a cool guy, you know. I'm a great guy to know, uh, but you know, I just, I just be chilling. Uh, I don't really do too much, uh, rather than being in the gym, you know, chilling with the family. But uh, other than that, play video games a lot, and that's about it. Grand Theft Auto Five? I actually got it, but. Um, not a fan. No, I'm not really a fan. I'm not I never really got into those games. I got it off of the hype. So um I can't really get into it. like I can't really get into it. So I just kind of ease to let it stay on the dressing. I just play Call of Duty <laughs> and 2K. I'll be all right.
3: You gotta get 2K this year though cuz you're going to be in the game.
6: Yeah, for sure. I got. I, I think it come out tomorrow, I believe, or soon. And I have a, it's going to be tough to get it cuz you know we got training camp. So hopefully uh, somebody somebody back at home, my brother somebody can get it and send it
3: to me. Perfect. All right. Thank you so much for your time. Appreciate it. Have a great
2: day. So first of all, before we even get into... Uh what you remember about that and everything, you'll get shredded in uh, 2K, too. I'm, I'm, Not I'm, at I'm, all. I'm putting that out there right now. <laughs> I, would, I would dust something in 2K. <laughs> yeah, I, I
6: ain't going to lie. I ain't played the game in a minute, man, because I be playing pool a lot now. But You'll get dusted in pool, too? Nah, nah. I'm definitely a fishable on the table. <laughs> okay. Seriously. Well, wh- listen, whenever
2: you want to play either one, brother, just let me know. But anyway, so do you remember that interview?
6: Yeah, I definitely remember that interview.
2: Uh, was that the first interview <clears throat> from you getting, being welcomed to the,
6: to, to the Raptors? Um, that was, Nah, I had a lot, I had a lot of interviews during summer league with them, but that was the, that was the first one from, you know, Raptor media. Like, you know, we had a lot of guys that right. was just summer league media and they was going to put it out there for the Raptors, for the fans. But that was the first Raptors. Like everybody who who I was talking to was basically some sort of, um, they got something going on with the Raptors. So. Okay. Can you do me a favor real quick
2: before we get back to you? Can you make me a
6: believer of Kyle Lowry? That's that's a hard nosed player, man. Like he he basically gonna give you everything you need for the team. Like this man. dude be
2: hating on dude for real.
6: I don't I don't I, the reason I, I don't he doesn't show up in the playoffs for me.
2: That's my problem. Like in the regular season, we know what, it's almost like for me it's almost like the James Harden effect. I would never judge James Harden in the regular season no more because he never shows up in the playoffs for me. It's the same thing with Kyle Lowry. I honestly think Kyle Lowry <laughs> and cut me off anytime you think I'm wrong. I think Kyle Lowry went to the front office with no ski mask and a toy gun and to just robbed yeah. there for
6: a hundred million. No man, this man he get he make me a me. believer, Bikes. Nah, man, like seriously, that man put in a lot of work. Um, you know he in the right organization. At the end of the day, it's about having that right situation. It's he, the right fit, of course. He in the right situation where he can lead the team, where he can be that guy that's gonna set the tone. Like okay, and when you in the, when you in the, when you up in an organization where they telling you that you know you got this, run this team. you're that's you know what I'm saying. That's, that's just make you play even you know at another higher level, so, okay? Like, because they got confidence in you, yeah. I like, got you, and then you know you playing through all your mistakes, like you know, every single thing, like you don't got to worry about nothing. So it was just like he got in the right situation, but he played like he he's he the first person in the gym, the last person to leave, like straight he, up, he, he maximized his opportunity there, like because okay. he, he had a history where you know, I he,
2: digress he got, a little bit, I get off Kyle a, a little, little bit. bit. I just know, and I'm gonna just it's just a, the guy's honest truth. I told you we shoot it from, I don't. In the playoffs, for me, he doesn't show up. That's my only problem that I have with him. He don't show up in the playoffs. And it's the same thing that I got with James Harden. You know what you're going to get from them in a regular season. It's just when the lights are the brightest, what are you going to get from them? That's my I mean, problem.
4: I mean, in all fairness, I think in the playoffs, you're playing the best teams in the league. Of course. You know what I'm saying? All right. And so it's about, it's about 50-50. In the playoffs, you get all of the best teams in the league. I understand league. it. And, you know, regular season, you're playing best today and then – three or four more games, you playing mediocre, and then you playing bad, then you playing great. That's true. You know what I, I'm saying? Listen, so it's, it. it's, a, it. it's, a, it's a different type of balance. I, you know, so I don't and, know if you can you necessarily can. gauge him just on the playoffs, because, only because there are only a few people who show up okay. like okay. that then, in the playoffs. don't
2: gauge uh, James. Get right out of here. here. See? Nah, see? But <laughs> I don't like I don't like dude, period. So, <laughs> you <up>? know <laughs> what I'm saying? So that okay, yeah, wait, I don't like him, period. This is about Dwight. Let's get back to Dwight. You brought him up. Right, you're absolutely right. But... um. Yeah, see the way I don't dislike Kyle, but he hate James Harden, mm-hmm. hate him. Man. Proud to see it too. <laughs> but anyway, so how? So working under him
6: and working behind Kyle Lowry, what did that do for you, and what did that do for your game? Uh, it helped a lot, man. He um he actually was um he wasn't a guy that was really kind of like letting you figure it out on your own. You know, okay. he, was, he was more helpful. Okay, and was more like, hands on. Yeah, okay. like he That's cool. was helping, and it was like. My mindset coming in there with that, you know, I got this. Like I already know how to approach this. I already know I gotta be there first. I gotta be there. I gotta be last person to lead, Make sure I get my extra shots up. So it was just more. So he's seen that. He's seen that already. But you know, sometimes if we might run something, I might forget or something. He always like he already alert already. Like he already waiting to help you. And right. That was, okay. and That cool. was Like I didn't. I didn't think that was gonna happen out of him because just as a fact, like his swagger is like, like you know, he Philly. Like you right. know what I mean. So it was yeah. just like. Man, it might be tough, you know, trying to figure it out with him. But I, w-
2: I will say this though: I I think as a person, a dude, yeah, cool. he's a really good dude as yeah. a person. From what, from everything and from everybody that I, that I know that associated with him, they tell me that he is great as a person. So that's, I mean, that's even more kudos that you're giving him because it's it's, it's everything that everybody. So vali- it validates, yeah, what you've heard about exactly. him. Exactly, so it just cool. validates everything. So, mm-hmm. um, how many
6: games did you play with the Raptors? Um. I think it was somewhere in the teens. I think it may have been somewhere between fourteen and eighteen games. Um, and then we we end up getting we end up trading Rudy, and it kind of I actually won the backup point guards. I won that spot. I got, it was me. It uh, was Rudy
2: Fernandez, right?
6: No, 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 no. Uh, Gay Rudy Gay. Rudy Gay. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Okay. That's, who, okay. that's who we was we was trade we traded Rudy, um, and we got like four players. And then like we had one of the players that came was Grievous Vasquez, mm-hmm. and then like mm-hmm. automatically it was like. <laughs> He'd been leaving four years. Right. You know, he the backup. Like Okay, I got you. It was me at the time, it was me and DJ Augustine. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. That was basically competing for that backup spot. And I ended up, I ended up winning the backup spot, so that's why I played the first 14, 18 games, and then the trade happened, literally the trade happened. And I was playing I was playing a great, you know, doing everything right. So it was like it wasn't even I wasn't controlling the game, it was basically doing everything right. But it was like the fact that he'd been leaving four years. This what this what happened right here. So how many you. how many
4: that was so that was your first year. My first year. Yeah. Okay. My first year.
2: What was the difference between France? Just to put it in perspective for the people who you know. Um, what was the difference between the adjustment for you for, from France to the Raptors? Like the like just was it the speed of the game? Was it just what what was? I just want want you to put it in perspective how
6: different the game is from there to the NBA. Well, I mean, the main thing is that you can't take no possessions off in the league. Like, there's no way you can – everybody out there is good. Like, right. from the one through the five. But if you ever see France or anywhere else, it might be the one, the three, and the five that's all right. That that might be the best players on the team. Mm-hmm. The two and the four might be just all right. Mm-hmm. So you can take, you can take breaks off. So you don't got to – you know what I mean? You can relax. You know what I mean? But in the, in, in the league, you got to be always alert. Always got to be ready for whatever because – Everybody at their position is good. Everybody is great. Everybody is making this amount of money. They ain't somebody making twenty thousand in France and somebody making a hundred thousand in France. It's basically everybody is making, making money, money and right? all professionally. And they're, they're there, there for a level. reason. They're yeah. there for a reason, exactly. exactly.
2: So you you were there for, you know, somewhere in the teens. Um where did you go after the, the Raptors um situation?
6: Um well, I had a, I had a, with them, with the Raptors, I had um we had a two-year, but the second year was a option. Okay. And, um, <laughs> you know, they they basically, you know, they, they gave, after, they, after season over, they, they paid um, Vasquez to come back for one year. Okay. So, in my mind, it was kind of like, this ain't really for me. Like, cause the I, writing was I, on I, the wall. I was just, I just, I just seen what happened. Right. And I ain't do nothing wrong, you feel me? Like, mm-hmm. I ain't even do, it wasn't like, oh, I, I, I wasn't playing good like that, I was, Shooting the ball well, running the team, want turn the ball over. So, it was just something that I couldn't control. Right. But what I could control was, like, if I seen y'all pay that man to come back, then y'all telling me, y'all already let me know that he, the, he finna be the backup. And, okay, I got you. You know, I felt like I could be the backup. So, it was like, Definitely. it ain't for me to be here.
2: Um, mm-hmm. so Did you, now, did that do anything? Now, here's the thing. All right, so... You make it to the to the pinnacle of basketball, which is the NBA. Yeah. We can. I, there's several people who can't even. There's so many people who can't even say that they sniff the NBA. Right. But you made it to the pinnacle. You actually played. You played meaningful <laughs> games in the
6: NBA. What does that do for one's confidence? Uh, man, it's a, it's, a, it's amazing, man. You know, it's, it's it boosts everything up, man. It just it just gets you to let you know that, man. If you don't, if you leave that if you can't get, if something happen where you ain't back in there, you can't. Wherever you go, you got to. Act like you still a pro, like you still at the highest level, like right? Still, and they can't take that out. away from you. I've been, right. yeah. I've been there, right? I've been there. Ain't nothing you can say about it. Like I got signed, <laughs> I signed that big contract. There's no ain't nothing you can say about it.
4: So, so you're you're attributing that to confidence, and that confidence that that you that you gain from just being in the NBA. Um, how does that work for you anywhere else? And do you think that you can go anywhere now and just play?
6: Yeah, I, I I mean, once you get there and you and you you there for a full season, like, I mean, wherever you go after that, it just you already know, like, man, I I made it to the top. I made it to where right. every single body in the world want to be at if you play basketball. Mm-hmm. So it's just like more so just making sure you continue working your craft and not get relaxed because you did that. You yeah. know what I mean? So because you got to follow up after you go. If you if you get out the lead, you got to follow up that next year, no matter what. You got to follow up wherever you go and it's kind of it's, it's, it's going to let them know either you you kind of like you know damn I'm out the league and woo woo you going you going to whine about it or you are going to basically show them that you know what I mean somebody out here I'm still ready for whoever you know what I'm saying want to pick me up
4: so you your choice your choice to not even let
6: that be a there was
4: no letdown for you you yeah. just were looking for the next opportunity yeah i
6: was just looking for the next opportunity but it actually it actually made me more hungry just to okay. you know show them you know what I mean somebody I'm right. I'm, I'm right here. I'm still ready. You mm-hmm. know what I mean. When the opportunity comes, I'll be ready for whatever.
2: Cool. Because you sniffed it and because you tasted what it was. Tasted to be it. There. more than yeah, sniffed it. Yeah, yeah, you definitely. He you was were in the there. game. Yeah, you yeah, tasted. You were, yeah, it. Yeah, you were in the throes of it. So, um, so when when you when you left the Raptors, you went to the Bakersfield Jam.
6: No, no, no. That was uh when I was with the Raptors. They sent me down a couple games uh, to play the D League, and okay. that was, that's who the that the Bakersfield is who they who the Raptors affiliated with. So. They sent me down there for like three weekends, and I played like probably like six games with the with the D League team.
2: Okay, where did you go after um, the Raptor
6: situation was over? Like, where did did you go back overseas? No, I actually uh, I actually went to Spain. Um, I signed a deal to go to Spain, uh, Euro League team, which is the the biggest uh, the biggest deal overseas. The Euro League is. It's basically it's the highest of the highest. Right. You know? mm-hmm. So I actually signed a um, deal to go there, but um, it actually didn't work out. I didn't like. It. I didn't like it. How you know how the coach was there. So it was kind of like, you know, it, no matter how much you did, when I'm, no matter how much that deal was, the fact that I wasn't happy about playing, it was like you know what you got to leave the situation. So I ended up I actually ended up leaving there. But it was amazing. It could have been a great situation. Like weather, everything is amazing. The house, living, like it was. Every by the beach, everything. So it was definitely a great situation, just as far as basketball. I wasn't happy, so okay, you know, have mm-hmm. to figure it out. And so uh, none of that other stuff mattered. Nah, I do not matter. Like, mm-hmm. like if the basketball was right, it would have been like probably like just a vacation, like literally every single day. Wow, it was just beautiful out there. Everything like travel wise, like everything was just perfect. But the system and the coach, it was kind of different. It was, it was too. It was the GM t- talking to me. And the coach had a different way how you're going to do things. Oh, and, so they wasn't on the same page? Nah. The GM like, and the coach wasn't on the same yeah, page? Yeah, they weren't it. on the same page. So it was like more so just I ain't really happy about how things going on the court.
2: So did they bring you in there with the mindset that you were going to be like the cornerstone of the
6: team? Uh, I, I had I had multiple talks with the GM and I actually talked with the coach. And it was kind of like, you know, <laughs> they know that they didn't watch my game, scouting me, they know what I do. So it was basically everything was, you know, come in here and do what you do. But... It all changed when I got there. Like it was like more. They never told me that they wanted everybody to be like kind of like equal as far as points, everything. Oh, for real? Oh, wow. Yeah, so it was definitely something that I wasn't really where I was at in my like basically just coming from the league. It was like I'm not averaging no eight points. Like I can get eight points in three minutes. Like (laughs) right. So it was just it was just more so it was kind of like it was kind of like a controlling situation that Mm -hmm. I wasn't going to be a part of, and it and it could have been the fact that I was just came from the league or whatever, but. Then again, right. you know, you gotta be happy with what you're doing. And if you ain't happy, then it's like yeah. no matter what it don't matter what it yeah. is, if you're not happy. Yeah, you know, it's over. You leaving? Yeah. it. I'm you know what I mean? So I end up um I ended up leaving there. And it actually was a great thing that I left. Um the GM wasn't, you know, I had I had a buyout, which was uh very expensive, but you know, the fact that the GM knew, you know, how things was going and what was going on, he kinda like, you know, he felt sorry for the situation. So he just basically told me that to what's the name. To um, you know, you don't have to buy out or whatever you know. We are gonna let you go, and you're good. Like, oh wow! Which, which was great because I definitely didn't want to pay that buyout, but I definitely was gonna leave. So you, you I, was, was, gonna, I okay. was gonna, have to, was
2: gonna, you was re, you was um, thinking about paying the buyout because you were you were ready to get out that much. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, um, Let me ask you something: with the Euro League, and I don't I don't need figures. This ain't nobody else's business. But with the Euro League, pay and what you were getting paid in France was it was it better in the Euro League or was it better in France?
6: Yeah, it's no, it's it's better than Euroleague. Okay. It, it, ain't, even, you know, it ain't even no, it ain't no comparison. No honestly. comparison at all. It's too, it's too different. It's too wide of a um like organization. Like it's too. They got too much going on. Yeah, in the Euroleague. yeah. So it's it's That's a, almost, it's a big deal. Like,
2: is, that, is that secondary? Like if you think about the NBA, right, yeah. being the pinnacle of everything, yeah. right? And of course you got the D League and things of that nature. But you know how like with everything else, you are you always have
6: what's next, and the Euroleague is it, right? Yeah, most definitely. That's it's definitely. That's definitely uh, a heavy requirement like if you can get a Euro league team or whatever if you come in from the NBA pretty much everybody that come from the nBA probably go back to, go, go goes to the, the euro get league on Euro league team whatever it's just it's just about having that having that right situation though you can't just go to every euro league team and think you're gonna do what you' was doing because some people got way they want to do this how they want to do that right kind of like the same thing for scoring wise because it's, it's more it's it's really serious like it's kind of like it's the best people, like all the best players in the world is playing Euroleague, like. Okay. so you know, they they try to you know keep it under control. So, you know, it's kinda like it's a little it could be a little test if you if you really wanna do it, but you gotta get in the right situation as far as that team and knowing your role. Okay. All right, Benchman, we're gonna take a quick break and then when we get back, we got a little bit more with the white bikes, all right?
2: Stay tuned. The white bikes. Baseline to go.
0: Welcome back to B two G with Al Boogie, the franchise, and the Phenom, Mark Harris.
2: Yo, welcome back to Baseline the Goal Line, the illest sports podcast show in the land, bar none. So, in the building once again, the white bikes. So, bikes. Let me ask you something, man. So, off the just like not really any um, basketball or anything right now. What what you listening to right now? Like currently, what's in your uh,
6: on your playlist? Um, right now, I know man, you're a music fanatic. Right now, Future really running the game. Right now, for me, Future Thug, Young Thug, but like, uh, I'm a. Sl- I listen a lot of slow jams, throwback okay. music. Okay. So. Okay. So right, right now, what's getting played is, a, is majority ninety percent is Future for you. No. Yeah, I can only listen to Future at the gym. Damn. Yeah, that's the only time <laughs> I can listen to Future. See, man, a lot of people don't really be understanding, man. That no, man I be listen, talking, man. I, like,
2: I feel you, but like for me, like, and the, and the biggest thing is. For me, I, I have to be able to listen to something, yeah. And I have to be able to relate to it a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like in some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. Although I will tell you this, and I've told you this, I think on on several occasions. When I'm watching Power, or when I'm listening to anything, mm-hmm. whoever do the most gangster shit on there, I did that. That's me. I live like my life because I know I'm not going to do it in real life. <laughs> so when I'm listening to stuff. Like uh-huh. if when I'm listening to Jada or somebody and he caught a body, I caught one with him. I <laughs> yeah! was in the the with him when he caught that body. When I'm watching Power <laughs> and Ghosts, done off somebody, I off the I off the with, with, with Ghost. Oh yeah, I was an accomplice. We did that. Yeah, I was an accessory to the fact I should be in jail right <laughs> we now with Ghosts
5: <laughs> on Power. <laughs> we should I should be <laughs> in jail.
2: With, uh, I should be in jail right now with Ghosts. All right, Dwight. So, so after you know the, the the Spain situation, right? That's where we left off with the Spain
6: situation. Yeah. Um, where did you Where did you end up after Spain? I actually ended up going to China. Um, somebody got hurt, mm-hmm. and it kind of worked out. So I ended up going to China. Actually, played a half season there um, in the CBA. Right? CBA. Yeah. Let's probably. get to this real quick. Right. right. So let's get to it.
2: The CBA is where Stefan Marbury is is hailed as the God. God the, the Michael Jordan. It's really almost like he is the Michael Jordan of that particular of league of, of, of China. Right. Which I mean, ain't saying much. Museums and <laughs> well, mean? well, with all them people that they got over there and, and things of that nature. And, I'm just, and I'm saying he getting paid, bro. But healthily, he getting paid great and mm-hmm. museums that he has over there and statues outside. So he of, got a
4: museum. He got
2: his own museum and a statue. Yeah, He got a statue. You know how Michael Jordan got a statue outside the United Center. He yeah. has a statue in China. Wow.
6: So, like, Do they pack it out for dude? Yes. Oh man, they arena is like NBA arena. And it's yeah, really, it is. And it's, really, and it's really flooded.
2: You right. saw the arena that that they were just playing in. Yeah. That's the that's the arena.
6: It's how many how many people did it hold, Dwight? Nah, I don't know, but it's a, it's it's like a real legit NBA arena, like twenty five thousand wow. people. Like something's our like other arenas ain't ain't going up high. You probably got like. Three levels. Mm-hmm. They, they got like six or seven.
1: <laughs> what? And
6: Dude. it's a big, it's a big gym. So it's like it's plenty. Basketball
2: deep. over there is. It's well, I crazy mean, though. what? You what? Did, think about it.
6: Where, what? What city was you in? Hong Kong? No, no, no. My city? The, no city. i in Beijing. 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 Okay, Beijing. Yeah. 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 He was
2: in Beijing. That's where you was when you scored this forty-four, right? Yeah. Let's get to this. 44 you were in his really building. <laughs> yeah. So
6: they should have put a statue up of you. Oh man. man. So
2: <laughs> forty-four. <laughs> on Beijing what was his name Beijing Beijing it?
6: ducks or something the like that the ducks
2: like Earth. and they won it 3 years in a row yeah right um and at this particular time you're playing for the sh- was it the sharks F- Fujian yeah Fujian sharks okay so just walk me through this 44 point effort that you scored on mm-hmm. Marbury, cuz he got some of that too didn't he yeah 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 he definitely got some of that too it, it wasn't like he all, did. it was yeah it wasn't all switches and everything oh, yeah, he, he got some of that too he got some of that because he is an NBA player, right? Or he was? Let's just say he is. He played in the league. He right. is an NBA yeah, player definitely, definitely. Right? for years. For, for yeah, years. And,
6: and he made noise. And sure. he made a lot yeah, of noise yeah.
2: when you saw him lining up in front of you. Because of course you want you want to get back to the league. Yeah. But did that give you the mindset to lock in even more for you to get that forty four?
6: Yeah, most definitely. I know they. They once again, forty four.
2: Let's just. We. I want to put this in perspective. Yeah. Forty and an efficient forty four.
6: Yeah. yeah.
2: It was like one of them forty fours that looked like sixty. Yeah. Let's just put that out, it out there. And was dishing real quick. the ball yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So.
6: Nah, but it was um, you know, they a big they a big deal out there. Like whenever you play them, it's a the big deal. You you go off on them, that's a big deal to China. Like so, mm. you know, my mind said, You know, we had it was so much media going on that day for shoot around. So it was just like. This ain't never happened all year, like so. I just it, it, it was more like more so for me to just lock in even more. Like was what this how it is out here? So, shit, I want to give. I'll, I'll definitely come here and play here with y'all. Like mm-hmm. you know, what right. I mean whenever he finish up, I'll come here and play for sure. Cause mm-hmm. this is really like NBA style. So right, really. You know, it was just more so for me to just like man, I want to I want to win. I want to beat them bad for sure. Just because it's it's Marbury them team and the fact that. They just get every single thing, man. So it was just like our our whole organization though, like we, we, it's a tough game, man. To beat them is a big deal. So I was mm-hmm. just I just try to basically come out like you know what it's like so much media, so many fans, and they really like lie with it. So it was more so just me just like really just lock in and just try to man just try to come out here and get a win by any means. Mm-hmm. Right
2: now was this during the time where. Was this in his, in that run where they where they scored where they won the three championships? Was it was just during one of
6: them runs? No, nah, I think they I think they may um I think they may have got to man maybe finals for the past two years, but they didn't win. So okay, they the history is that they won three in a row and okay, but this just, was after that. This was yeah, yeah, after, yeah that. Okay. after yeah, but it was just more so that but it was they still Marbury, right, yeah, still on it's, it's Marbury team and they and they get whatever they want. So it was just more so it's just like they won three times in a row, which is like really unheard of, so, like, whenever you can beat them or whenever you get a chance to, you know, step step on the court with them, you know, just try to get that win because it's going to mean something. All right. hmm
2: So, 44, right? Now, is this – yeah, I am I'm keep saying that. 40, <laughs> we, we big people up on this show, For man. Sure. We, we big people yes, up. Sir. So, 44. Was this – was that the highest that you scored over overseas?
6: Or am I missing something? No, I think that may – I think that may have been the highest uh, – that might have been up my highest that year. Was forty four. Yeah, I think that, that was, year. So yeah. wait a
2: minute. So so what what was the highest that you scored? Period. While you were overseas, uh, forty nine. You had forty mm-hmm. nine.
6: Yeah, I had forty nine. Against who? Do you remember? Um, Dominique Jones. Uh, he played, oh wow. He played <laughs> for USF yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was wow. they, it was eighteen. It was him and uh, somebody else. I already know who he was though. He really. He didn't matter. Nah, not nah. not during that forty nine. He didn't matter. Of course no, no, not. No, and we won that game. So it, was, <laughs> it, definitely, it definitely was great. Right.
5: right,
2: right, right. Yeah. So how many? Uh, so you were only over there for a half a season, correct? I was that year. I was over there for a half a season. Yeah. How did y'all play? How did y'all
6: play <clears throat> overall as a team? Um, we didn't. Um, we was we was just so so. We really run. the people out the team. The people I was with, you know, I I tried to better them at the same time, but they they so caught up in the NBA, like where they just like. They want me to do everything. I'm like, man, I'm trying to help y'all too. Like,
2: oh, because, oh, okay, let's, yeah, let's get there. So, because you played in the NBA, yeah, they, yeah. of course, they know you played in the NBA. Yeah, yeah. They want you to be
6: like the. They want you to put the team on the on their back yeah, and yeah. carry you to everything. Yeah. Wow. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. It's a. It's a. It's a. It's certain teams though. Like everybody, everybody ain't just like that. But <laughs> that first year when I was for that half a season, the team I was with because it, it wasn't it wasn't uh, Fujin. It was actually tangin Okay. We they was more so like idolized and wanted to really learn some stuff at the same time. Like, it was like, it was kind of crazy because, you know, it's just like they didn't really care This they leave. They didn't really, you know what I mean? They didn't don't care them. if they won or lost. Yeah, it was just so it was just more so like they was really like in tune in what I was doing, how I was doing things. And I was just like, I've I, I, I been here with y'all eating practice, so I'm kind of figuring out everybody's game. And I was just trying to feel like how can I help y'all because looking at the stats, like I always do my homework and see what's going on as far as who was there. How how everybody played, mm-hmm. so I, I was just elevating everybody's game. But it was just more so like they was cool with it. But it was all it was new to them, just because of the fact that they really ain't, that history. It ain't been like that. So okay, but it, it worked out though. Yeah, definitely.
4: So yep, going. I was going to ask you some personal questions about family and stuff like that, but you can go on. Go ahead. No, your family. Yeah, your support from your family. Yeah, you you married. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what is that like? You know, do they travel with you? Do they go overseas with you? Do they move when you move, or do they, they kind of stationary
6: somewhere? Nah, my um, my my wife and my son actually, you know, my son three now, but okay, Um uh, my wife actually been everywhere with me, uh, okay, since, I, since I've been professional, okay, um, uh since I've been playing in China, um, you know, it's a it's, uh, my son actually, you know, getting getting into school or whatever, so okay, they can't really just be over there the whole time, so they make a couple trips, okay, and be out there, you know. The flight and the time difference is too much for my son, so yeah, yeah. You know, it kind of like we were, we were basically we do a, we look at the schedule, kind of figure out when I, when I'm gonna be home for like a week, far as games, mm-hmm. and then playing like that. But they go everywhere I go, though. Okay, so you get real good support from your wife. How long have you been married? We we went on two years. Okay, We've been together for five years.
4: That's cool. Yeah. That's cool, man. That's that. That's what kind of I'd be interested in seeing. Yeah, you know who, who surrounds you, who. Who supports you? Who do you look to for strength and for encouragement? You know what I'm saying?
6: Yeah, yeah for sure.
4: Yeah, because that's 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 huge.
6: I think for anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know I mean? for sure. Especially yeah. going overseas. Like not too many people can just go overseas and be by themselves. Right. You know what I mean? It's a different. It's a whole different ball game. How you? It's it's just different, bro. Like mm-hmm. everything living wise. You go somewhere where ain't nothing in English. You got to figure out what food you're gonna get. You got to get a little app, translator app, where it saying. Know what this is? You got to put it in translation, and like, then
2: show it to them. And all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah, this. Yeah. And then they don't speak your language, so right. you
6: don't speak you don't speak their language. So it's like you really got a a translated app that speaks out. Like you press that mug and tell them, like, right? This is what I'm trying to tell you. And <laughs> soon they what's name? Switch it over to their language. Let them type it in. Right. Like it ain't easy at all, but mm-hmm.
2: but it's, it's it's different. And and you know what? To, to, for somebody like me, me being I was in the military, so for somebody being like me, I would have loved that. Oh, yeah. Like, going overseas and oh, just yeah. trying, like, different cultures and stuff like that because I like learning stuff. Mm-hmm. So, for me, I would have had a ball. Too bad I couldn't dribble the ball and shoot it as well <laughs> as you because I would have had a ball doing it. But, um, so, after after Spain, I'm sorry, after the CBA, how did you end up back? Let's go back to the lake. How did you end up back in the Lakers, with the
6: Lakers? Well, the good thing about China is that, you know, it's not a um, – the season ain't that long. Okay. You get. It's like – like six months, so you know you get the chance to come back. Um so I normally I normally come back in like February, and I just kind of, you know what I'm saying, got got on a D-League team. Okay. And I was killing the D-League, and you know, we played, we played at we actually played them, played the defenders, which is their team. We played them, and um like like two games later, they end up they ended up calling me up. We had we had just um we had just played at, at the crib, and then you know, my agent called me, I'm like, you know, what's going on? Why well, you call me this early? Mm-hmm. And he's like, Yeah, man, you gotta You, ba- you, you better got, take
2: this, far this call. this call this early right I actually didn't though,
6: because I was actually just getting up and I'm like, man, what do you want right now? Okay. <laughs> then he called me again. That's so real. I'm like, oh. I'm like, oh no, that's something. So I answered the phone, he's like, He's like, man, you uh you got your bath packed? I'm like, man, what you talking about? <laughs> he's like, uh, you got you got your 10 day. I'm like, first thing I asked him, like, man, what who? Like, I just wanted to know, like, what who? He said, LA, I'm like, LA, like. Yeah okay, it's lit, like, for sure, like, like, they probably, they gonna be, uh, somebody gonna be calling you woo-woo, and then Uh, you gonna, you gonna figure it out when you leave. Who, uh, who, who reached out to
2: you? Do you remember who reached out to you from the organization? Nah, I don't know.
6: You know? I don't know. It was just, it was just more, it it really was, um... It
2: wouldn't, it didn't even matter, did it? Nah, it didn't, it didn't actually,
6: like, it was just, like, emails, like, letting me know that, you know, you flight leave at this time, like, and... Somebody, somebody texts me like, let me know somebody's gonna pick me up. But I didn't, me personally, I didn't talk to anybody from the Lakers organization about them giving me a ten day. Okay, they talked to my agent, told my agent, my agent told me and they just handled the transportation. Okay, and when I got there, you know, they got, that's when you know what I mean.
2: Okay, I'm gonna play a sound bite from your um, from the Lakers too. Okay. Okay.
5: We've got a new member to welcome to the purple and gold. For LakersNation.com, I'm Serena
3: Winters. The Lakers just announced they have signed 26-year-old guard Dwight Bikes to a 10-day contract. Now, Bikes has had a roller coaster since his college career. He
4: was
2: actually in Spain, he was in China, and the D-League all in this past year alone. And he's had a few stints on some NBA teams, most recently in the 2013-2014 season with the Toronto Raptors. He's definitely hoping for stability. And could he find it in LA? Well he'll definitely have that opportunity. So let's go talk to him and see what this past forty eight hours has been like.
6: When did you get contacted by Rickers? Um yesterday. Uh he you he's know, uh one uh wanted to call me up, you know, the opportunity for me, you know, to be here and uh you know, give myself a chance to get back here and uh you know I'm grateful for it.
2: What is it that we can expect as far as how do you describe your game as basketball
6: right? well, It's just a hard worker, just come out there, you know, do what the coach asks. Um you know, try to make the guys around me better. You know, picking two when my shots is there. But other than that, just, you know, coming out there, playing tough. What has
3: this year been like for you? China, D League, Spain? Um, it's,
6: been, uh, it's been a lot of movement. Uh, you know, just, uh, just exploring right now. And, uh, you know, it's definitely been a fun experience, honestly. But, uh, you know, the ultimate goal was to be back here. And now I'm just happy that, you know, I got a chance to be back here. You know, to give myself a chance to try to stick around. What do you take away from all those experiences? I mean, all of them—all of them a little different, uh, but you know, definitely at the same time, you know, different environments, you know, different adjustments, uh, different styles of basketball. But you know, overall, just it's kind of the same. You know, at the end of the day, you got to get out there on the court, play tough, you know, compete, play with new players, and uh, try to win games. You know
3: any of your teammates before
6: today? I know, I know, I know a couple of them. Anyone heard you know? heard of a lot of heard of a, pretty much all of them, but yeah. But any of you know. At least more than just acquaintances. Any friends? Um, Not yet, but definitely been around basketball a long time. We've seen each other a lot. What
2: teams and what players did you
6: grow up watching? Um, I was just a fan of uh, everything, but I definitely was a Milwaukee Bucks fan when they had the big three there: wow. Ray Allen, uh, Glenn Robinson, Tim Thomas, and all of them. Uh, pretty much, pretty much everybody. Just, just a fan of the game. Sam Cassell time. Sam Cassell, too. I can't believe I forgot that name, but, yeah, Sam Cassell, too. When you got the call that the Lakers were
3: interested in you, what was that
5: first
6: thing that went through your mind? Um, You know, it just, was uh, just a blessing. I just thank God for it. And um, definitely, you know, I've been working hard, you know, everywhere I've been. And, uh, you know, when I got the call, it definitely was, um, it was great news, it was exciting news, and uh, it was a good day.
2: So first of all, how did you forget Sam Cassell? G <laughs> man, I really
6: only, I really forgot him because I like I like Tim Thomas, man. Like I really didn't want to forget. I didn't want to forget Tim Thomas, so I was like, oh, okay, let me, me make okay. sure I say this name right now. Okay. Right. okay. So you
2: <laughs> well, it wasn't
4: that you was trying to forget, that you forgot about him. He's just yeah, you it was just was concentrating was, on. just yeah. Need to put Tim Thomas yeah.
2: out yeah, there. I, had I to, got I had you. Have to put it out there. He yeah, Tim sweating. Thomas was man. He was special when he was <laughs> here, man. Um, it's cool. Couldn't stay out the limelight, but he was special when he was <laughs> here. Right. Right. Yeah, he stayed
4: out the limelight when he got when he
2: got his. Check.
6: Yeah, that's true. That's
2: very true. He did do that.
6: Um
4: The light got a limb, slim.
6: Do you remember that uh that press conference? Yeah, I I think i was I sitting down? I yeah, think, you were sitting
2: yeah. down at that press conference. Yeah. So <laughs> I definitely remember that. So in six games while you were there, you played twenty minutes a game, approximately twenty minutes. Uh as the backup, right? Were you the backup there?
5: Yeah.
2: yeah. Okay, as a backup. Now when you're on these ten day contracts, they put a lot of people out there um because they want to they want you to see or they want you to showcase what you have to see if they're going to pick you up long-term. Is that is that an accurate depiction of it? That's right. Okay. Um, who were you playing with during this particular time?
6: Um, it was me, D'Angelo Russell. Um, oh,
2: dear.
4: oh, okay. This
6: was Russell. This was a recent if thing. If yeah, not, this, was real, this, was not,
2: last, this was the 14-15 uh,
6: season. If I'm, okay. not, if I'm not mistaken.
2: Julius Randle was there, <laughs> wasn't he?
6: Randle was there, yeah. Yeah. No, no, wait. No, 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 not Russell, not Russell. I was I I played Summer League that same year with uh with them and he had drafted. It was me, uh Jordan Clarkson. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Clarkson a lot. Jabari Brown, mm-hmm. he, he was there. That was the three guards and it was like it Was Clark, Nick Young there? Yeah, Nick was there. Mm-hmm. Carlos Boozer. Yeah, we was, Okay. Was I want right. you to do me a favor. So,
2: um I want you to walk me through what is going on right now in this play. Walk
6: me through this. Man, we um we actually, you know, run, run the flex. Like every every basketball player know flex, uh right. know the flex play. And, you know, at after a while everybody know everybody just switched everything. So I just tried to basically um, you know, not even set a screen so they gonna switch it. Mm-hmm. And I I kinda sense he was late. He was already behind the eight ball already and I, <laughs> and I sensed that. <laughs> because he was ready he was ready to switch. And I knew and I knew he was that's why I didn't even set no screen, I just ran up there and he was still trying to Hurt and get through that screen, but <laughs> what I want y'all to do is this: <laughs> for the Snash people that's Snash. listening right now, like sna- that snatchback something special. What
2: I want y'all to do right now, if you can if you can um, if you're listening, oh, I want you hilarious. to YouTube Dwight Bikes
1: crossover. That snatch,
2: man. and um, you will see that's what I'm talking snatched. about when he when he crossed over Gary Harrison, <laughs> Gary Harris. So once again, it's it's that's my cousin, man. YouTube Dwight Bikes <laughs> crossover <laughs> when he played for the Lakers, and you would know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, how was that? How was that experience for you, playing with that organization? For that, I know. I know it was only for six games, but what did that do for you? Because you got back to where you wanted to get back to.
6: Um, it was it was great, man. It was, actually was um, it was a blessing. I just came back from China, and I was like, you know what, I'm uh, I'm, I'm gonna go to d leagues I just want to keep playing. Mm-hmm. And we actually was, we started doing. We kind of got like on the roll as far as winning, and then mm-hmm. you know, we played them, and I kind of went off against them. Probably missed like. Probably like four shots the whole game. So who
2: were you? You you went off against who? uh to uh, LA defenders. Okay, the defenders. Which okay, is they, you know they right, play, right, right. The D on. league team. Right. Yeah. So
6: you know it was and then it happened like two days later. So you know it was it was man it was to get back was great and then the mm-hmm. fact that you know they already threw me in there they threw me in there immediately like right I wasn't even supposed to play the first game because I was just like you know they was like you know you just travel. we played the next day so I had to I had to do every single thing that early morning the physical
2: but, and everything like all mm-hmm. that
6: so I get no nap no nothing I barely even ate so. He told me like Byron Scott, the coach told me like you're not gonna play the first game, but then we were playing Dane Little of them and how and how the game started, man it was it was ugly. So you know it was a, it was a blowout. Like it started they started getting they got they got right with us from the jump. Okay, and I think it changed the game plan. Like well, you know, let's just see what you got. You know what I mean? Like let's you know throw you what? in the fire. Let's see what you yeah, got. Let me let me get Clarkson out of there. Let me get you know what I mean. So now let's put. You know what you gonna play, and I and I knew the play. They already, they already had sent me the plays just so I can see him and stuff like that. But, so you did your homework, yeah, yeah. And, did I, did, and I, you know it was like I'm an easy learner anyway. So he, he basically just gave me like four plays just to remember. So when I was out there, I got options and uh, and yeah, man, he put me out there first game. Was man. it
2: freelance for you with um, under um, under Scott or did he have did he let you decide? Okay, what you wanted to run or was he telling you what to run?
6: Nah, see, yeah, that's what he, he he wanted to tell me tell me that. But as a point guard, I take I, I me personally, I take it defensive like I. I got it, like, right. I know, I know the play. I know, I know who I heard with me, so I know the is to run. Okay, and I just, I, I, I kind of honestly, I just didn't look over there, like, because I know he might <laughs> was saying something, but like, right. we I out of bounds plays like that, I look over there. But during the game, you just want to, you know, the yeah, flow. Yeah, you yeah, know, I, who's
2: hot? You know who needs a, the right, ball? Right, exactly. Yeah, exactly.
6: If, if it's getting ugly, then I might look over there, like, what you got? <laughs> <laughs> but man, it was, it was more so we, we kind of had it, so I was like, man, I just stopped looking. Okay, I got it.
2: Right. So, and then after, after the six games. Was that the end of the season,
6: or uh, was no, it? It was. It was getting close, but um, I said, like, actually I was basically you know, I was on a ten day right. And my last day, we was playing uh we were playing the Mavericks, and basically already told me before the game that I was signing back with them. They wanted to keep me because I was playing at a high level with them. So with the Lakers, yeah. So okay. I was gonna basically sign with them for the rest of the season and then into the summer and go play summer league then see what happened for us the upcoming season. Right. And then I broke my damn hand. I remember I broke, that I broke my finger. Your finger, yep. Same um, game against them. Against the, game. the Mavericks, wow. and I was just started. I was just started getting going too. Right. Like it was fourth quarter. I just hit like three buckets in a row, and it was and I, I wanted coming out because they they had us about like seventeen, so he kind of pulled the people. So we started making a little run, and I ended up. I remember that fracturing my finger. Your finger, right? Yep, and, I definitely
2: remember that. And it was over after that. So Man. and then the following season, the fifteen sixteen. Hold I'm on, sorry.
4: how many games was left in that season?
2: When they when you broke your finger,
6: uh, I, I think it was probably like five. Okay, it was it was definitely towards uh towards the end. Okay, so they just said you know <clears throat> we're just gonna let you go. Yeah, <laughs> they, kind of, they waved you. Yeah, like I mean it really um like basically you know we did it right afterwards because we had to fly. We were actually flying out to go play um to go play Sacramento. So we was actually after that game, you know, we had probably like. An hour and we flying out, mm-hmm. and we did the, we basically did the everything we did everything there, so I knew I knew it was fresh, but I didn't tell them that I knew something's was wrong, and I knew okay. I knew it was it was, it wasn't good, but I was like, I knew this was my last day, and I'm like, let me just you know what I mean try me, to get let, let me, me see if I can maneuver and get through right. it right I mean, already on like you know like basically, because, like after game before the game, you already told me like uh the, I forgot I forgot the guy's name, but basically you're gonna sign after the game, whatever then y'all gonna fly out, so I'm like, All right, cool, so after the game I'm like uh, You know He like basically Has to buy her And say what he gotta say You know just Come right to the uh, What's my name Somebody gonna bring you up Whatever And I was trying to get out and, like During the game When I hurt my hand They kept like, asking me Like what's going on Can you go back in I'm like I just little None right now Just give me a little time mm-hmm. it was, Like seven minutes left So I'm like Man hurry up Seven minutes like
2: <laughs> I wanna sign this I wanna sign this deal and they, and they keep
6: on They keep on asking me Like you know you, you Is you ready And I'm like I should have been like One minute I just kept on like Man Just <laughs> trying to stall it And it got like Four minutes They was like You know It was it was a blowout They kind of like Alright You know what Just leave it alone We got the game already Like As soon as he Bring it in I'm like Alright let him get out of here I'm Trying to get to that office <laughs> Right yeah, Both of the um, The, uh, the doctors Like We gonna uh, You know what We just gonna be safe about it let's And do just, an x-ray And just do an x-ray And I'm like uh, Damn uh, right. Like <laughs> Man. <laughs> I know it. I was trying to get up there to the sign real quick. And any y'all can do that, but they they did the X, they did the X-ray and it was over. After that. It don't okay. Get no more real than that, man. Yeah, <laughs> I definitely was trying. To get I,
4: I want to call you. I want to call you something, but I
2: can't.
4: You is my ninja, boy. Right. You okay. is my, my ninja. Right, trying
2: to get upstairs and sign it. Oh, well, so, that brings some tears to my eyes. That's, so after that's that, that, all right. Um, you went back to the CBA after that, right?
5: Mhm. Okay. Yep,
2: the following year. Yep. This and this was
6: actually last year. Yeah. How did last year go for you? Uh, it went good, man. Um, you know, individually I had a great season. Um, collectively as a group, we didn't really do. We had a chance to be special, man. We just <laughs> we had some injuries that happened. <coughs> Lost our big man, which is which got drafted by the uh, Grizzlies that that season. But they, you know, they sent him back over there to play okay. again. Right. We had he got hurt for the whole season, so we lost him. Then our big, we had uh, we had Jeremy Tyler.
2: Okay. Yeah.
6: He, um, you know, he was dealing with some stuff, so it was kind of like everything was put together for camp, like for us to basically get ready for the season and upset some people. Okay. And then we just went through some a lot of. Stuff that who, who, we couldn't control. Who was the toughest?
2: And I want to ask this in two folds: for overseas, and then also for who were you matched up against in the NBA too? But for overseas, who was the who was the toughest cover that you had overseas? Mm, let's, if, let's let's put it in the CBA first. Who was the toughest cover that you had in the CBA? Uh... And if you, Uh -uh. listen, big yourself up. If you say it wasn't that many tough covers, then it wasn't that many tough covers. Nah, (laughs) nah, like,
6: one thing, I ain't let nobody run at me, so. Right. (laughs) So, like, I can't really even say, like, you know, it was like, man, I I just know one thing, like. So you never got shredded? Nah, ain't nobody ever just ran at me, like. No, at all. Like never, ever got <laughs> ran out. Like I take pride in defense. Like okay, all right. but, but right. a lot of people, which, which I people...
2: understand, because we're gonna get to that with the summer league. Uh, the summer league coming up, we never gonna, oh, yeah, yeah, gonna get yeah, to yeah. that. For yeah, sure. Mm-hmm.
6: But nah, like nah. Like, I just know, I just know for one, the hardest person to guard was uh, C.J. McCollum's brother, Eric McCollum. He okay. played in China. Okay. He's just so active, and he just like basically top-notch shape. Like far as bringing that ball up off the ball coming off the screen like Ray Allen, like Move all kinds of soldiers. Does this game emulate CJ's at all? Yeah, he, they, they, they they kind of play the same. Okay. Like they just they can score the ball. Score right. the ball, right. They know how to score the ball. Definitely, it's the same. Just He's just a skinnier version of it. He's and and he the big brother, though. He's the big brother.
2: Okay, and then over um, those two stints in the, in the NBA when you play for the Raptors, and we'll get to this D-League. I'm sorry, to the D-League championship and stuff here in a second. But when you play for the <laughs> Raptors and then also with the Lakers, <laughs> Just put I want you to put something in perspective. So did you have a chance to play any of the top guards as far as um a Damian Lillard or as far as a Steph Curry and far as like a Kyrie Irving or anybody like that?
6: Yeah, play all of them.
2: You played all of them. Everybody, yeah. Okay. Just put something in perspective. So, Kyrie Irving never had... Did you, did you ever get on the island with Kyrie?
6: No, nah, no. Nah, it was a lot of pick and roll. Okay. So, okay. he never... Luckily, he never, right? I was definitely like, you know, let me get ready. like. <laughs> right. Luckily, right. Know, I, but I definitely... We didn't catch no island together. So, I, was, okay. I actually was all right with that one. Okay. <laughs> what about anything with um, with Steph Curry or Damian Lillard? Me and Damian, we done, uh, we matched up for sure. But it was... You know, it, it's, it's one guard. So, you know, we always calling for a pick just to make right. it easy for us. So, right. we, we never... He had a three on me. He, he had a you know face-up. Trace McGrady pulled up three on me, but mm-hmm. nothing like far as serious, like really bringing out some moves or whatever, then scoring. Okay. He kept it did you?
2: Did you – can you give me one memory vividly where you was like when you went back to the huddle or you went back down? Besides the Gary Harris, we saw that. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> can you give me one memory of somebody that you wanted to face up with that you had a chance to face up with and was like, yeah, I got him this one time? Anybody in particular?
6: I mean, the only, like from you saying that, the only thing I do remember was um we was playing out when I was in Toronto and we mm-hmm. played uh we was playing Boston and you know they had uh the big they had KG for appearance okay. and Ray Allen or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um you know KG talked so much talked so much right. trash, like right. he just He talked so much shit. <laughs> like he was talking the whole time and just the just the, the thing I remember was the was Paul Pierce? He, uh, we, end up, we end up switching when I was guarding him. He's like, "If y'all throw that m- ball in here right now, like, Paul Pierce. Y'all, yeah, y'all know who own me right now." And I'm like, "I swear, the guy will make this tough for you. You think it's sweet like the, Like, I'm gonna make it tough for you." Gonna, right. you Did you say that me. to him? I'm telling, like, i basically was saying, like, man. <laughs> You alright? Like basically, all right, I I won't say too much. Like right, right, right. I can't afford to get no tech. Like I ain't got time for that. That's that's some money. Yeah, but right. I was saying, I right, I. Right, but they never it, it never really got to it because I kind of like got in front of where <laughs> okay. you ain't getting the ball. Somebody else better score the ball. So right. okay. I definitely was uh well, Pat Pat Beverly. We had a Pat Beverly. We had a little Pat had, Beverly. Talk stuff too. We had a moment. He was um we played them in Houston. Uh, him, Dwight, and uh, James, and he was uh I got in the game early. Mm-hmm. And he and he basically picked me up like immediately, and I'm like. One thing I well, that's one thing I always say like don't, I don't like whenever somebody picks me up it's like more it, that's more so disrespectful like if you picking me up for anything I feel you like so it was just like he was just talking trash like so much he like, talked cash and I was shit. like bro I, I was I'm, I'm like bro I'm telling you like bro you don't got no offense like I'm really I got defense I'm gonna be right back at you like you think you picking me up full right. court I'm gonna be right there picking you up full court right mm-hmm. and it, and I kind of like he turned I got him turn the ball though just because. He think he the only one that can pick up and play defense. Right, like, right, right. You not a really killer on offense, so I know I can get right back at you. And right. He was just talking like, man, you can't, you shouldn't even drilling the ball. Just talking, just talking crazy. Like, and it was just like he's only doing that because I was a rookie. But right. he must have thought he really was gonna rattle me. But right. definitely it definitely didn't, didn't have, work though. It, let's, it didn't spe- work.
2: let speaking of that, let's 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 move forward because this is this is one of the um, this was one of the highlights that I saw over the summer league that I was really. Happy for you for And really impressed So You get a call for to, to join the Dallas Mavericks Summer League Right Um Were you expecting that phone call Number one
6: Nah I wasn't expecting that phone I, I was expecting to be Playing with somebody And I was just And I had I had some options I just wanted the best opportunity.
2: How many Who else Who else Can you give us the names
6: Of who else Um It was Um ooh, Dallas mm-hmm. Thunder Um uh, Sacramento, uh, Sacrament uh, 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 what that? I know for sure. I know for sure it was Dallas and Thunder for sure. Like that was the top. That was the top two. Um, okay, that I basically was gonna be be deciding on which one I was gonna do. I was what, just what made what out. made
2: the Dallas uh, the Dallas choice easier than the Thunder choice for you.
6: Well, I mean, it was a, they basically said that you know they ain't playing none of their players on their team, so when they told me that I was like.
2: It's an opportunity I can yeah, play. Yeah, like, right?
6: y'all. I know y'all, I'm going to watch the draft. I'm going to see who y'all, what guards are going to draft because I know if I play with y'all, I'm going to be playing behind one of these guards y'all draft. Mm-hmm. And when they said that they wasn't going to play nobody as far as they draft picks Because they Florida, drafted anybody, Dennis Smith Jr. Yeah, yeah. And like, they drafted when, Dennis Smith Jr. He didn't play into the Vegas summer league. Right, exactly. And they, cause that's because they were basically everybody that was playing in Orlando was like, they were just looking at them and wanted to see, like, you know what I'm saying let's let's see what y'all got. But okay. We ain't gonna put nobody else on the team that we just Oh, so that was like a no brainer. Yeah, it was like, oh well, I'm gonna be the starting point guard. I'll definitely run this team, man. Right. I, immediately, like, nah, that's it, right there. We, that's what we're rocking with.
2: Okay. So, so with the Dallas, the first game of the summer league, right, end up playing against the Knicks, correct? Yeah. I'm not mistaken. And the Knicks, for some ignorant reason, they decided to start a two guard at the one. Okay. His name was.
6: <coughs> Chasing, Chason Randall, that. Yeah, Um, Chason Randall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chasen Randall was his name. Mm -hmm. And he know. Yeah, I do know. Jason
2: Randall was his name. (laughs) And like you said, this is alluding to back what you were saying about Patrick Beverly situation. Picked him up ninety-four feet. Yeah. He ended up turning the ball over. How many steals did you have against him? Seven. (laughs) Seven steals against him, right? Picking up ninety four feet. Rattled him and that actually set the tone for you and the rest of your teammates for the entire summer league. Yeah. Um, Congratulations, a matter of fact, congratulations on being um, a summer league champion. And that also, was this year, yes, I that, yeah. Wow, the man, Orland, the Orlando Summer League, wow, man. Congratulations on That's that, and then congratulations, also being um, named the the best player at the summer league. Congratulations mm-hmm. for that, with that too. Um, just walk us through um, your your summer league experience this year, and how it was a little bit different than it was the previous summer leagues that you played in. I mean, I'm sorry. The pre, the pre. Did you play in any summer leagues? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. yeah. So
6: yeah, the previous summer leagues that you played in. Um, it was by far the best situ- best opportunity for mm-hmm. sure. Like every summer league I didn't play with, I always had some people that was on the team, like guards that was really in rotation on the team. So it was more so of me. If I was with a team like I played with OKC, we had Reggie Jackson in front of me, we had Jeremy Lamb. So like that, that was tough. I was just basically you know giving him a breather, but I was being solid the whole time. Um, but this year was like the best situation probably ever happened. Like, cause that's really rare what they did. Don't nobody ever do that, like, right? At all. Everybody got players that need to play. I was showcase. wondering.
2: Honestly, I was wondering. I was like, what the hell is Dennis Smith Jr. Yeah, is yeah, he yeah, hurt? Yeah, I was wondering yeah, if he was hurt yeah. or anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
6: So it was. This was by far the best situation because I knew. I knew like coming into it like whoever I, the I, keys were yours. Yeah. yeah it, like you either. know what I mean. Like we we gonna battle it out. Whoever, whoever whoever guards there, but we gonna battle it out. But I know I'm gonna. I'm gonna get this uh, spot. Like no matter what, ain't no other players on the team. I'm gonna work hard on everybody, so I'm gonna get that spot. And it was just like more soldiers, just already been there before. Like everybody I was playing with may may have played one time in the summer league, so they really didn't know what to expect. Mm-hmm. When I was, I was kind of like I was like that leader on the team, the veteran, yeah. And the, and the, the coaches embraced that role to me, like you know you got to lead these guys. You've been before, so everything was like. It was just perfect for me to be relaxed and just play my game. Like That's I, the best I, thing yeah. is like
2: the opportunity. Like when somebody gives you opportunity and like you said, it gives you a chance to make mistakes because you know they yeah. back you up. Mm-hmm. That's just your confidence is through the roof right there. Mm-hmm. Um did y'all go through like with the <coughs> summer league, do you go through like a <coughs> some type of summer like a I don't want to say summer camp, but not summer camp, but like some type of um mini camp or anything yeah. like that too? Yeah. Also it is just
6: like, okay. Yeah. Talk but, to um, us about that real quick. We, um we had well, well, I mean, it was just it was different with the team though. Mm-hmm. Um, like normally, every every team you gonna get together for at least a, a week, four days, and y'all gonna basically you know do two a days, get everything excuse me, mm-hmm. get everything under control of what y'all are doing, and then y'all gonna go to wherever y'all go in Vegas or Orlando, and then y'all gonna you know play or whatever. But with this team, we only we was only together for three days, which was amazing. We was only for three days, only had one two a day, and we went out there and clicked like that.
2: Okay, okay. So the championship game, closeout game. Yeah, you playing against Pierre Jackson. Yeah, closeout game. I, I'm on the record saying this too that I think Pierre Jackson deserves a spot in the league. I'm, I'm a big Pierre Jackson fan. Yeah. I've been a Pierre Jackson fan since he played at Baylor, um, but he didn't stand a chance. Uh, <laughs> especially him being five ten, and you can shoot, and him yeah, sh- and yeah, you yeah. shooting right over him. Um, I just want you to walk us through because you hit some pretty clutch shots during that uh, championship game that actually catapulted y'all because you were behind. Yeah. yeah. You were behind, like, for the entire game. The whole game. Um, And he was with – that was Philly, right?
6: No, nah, that was uh, Detroit. Detroit, that's right, yeah.
2: D- Detroit. So, but you spearheaded the comeback, hitting some clutch shots down the stretch and making some pivotal passes down the stretch for people to, uh, you know, putting people in positions to hit go-ahead three-point shots and things of that nature. I just want you to walk us through the championship game and what your mindset was going into the championship
6: game. Um, I mean, it was what was crazy. It was tough because we lost within them two days. Within, within that Thursday and Friday, we lost four players, and we <laughs> lost two key players far as scoring wise, <clears> along <throat> with me. We lost two two key players, and then we lost two bigs. So it was like, man, this happening when we in the championship. No matter what, we still made the championship. But they got a full team, and we know right. it's like. The chances are slim, like mm-hmm. unless somebody just having a, you know, what I mean, we just coming out and we just playing at a high level.
2: Uh, you, but well, go ahead, uh, right? <laughs>
6: but then you see how we played, right? They didn't jumped out on us by like it was, it has most it has up by like twenty, right? And then we end up making. Them I think run. they
2: started off like eight zero, eight zero run mm-hmm. out yep. the gate,
6: yeah. And then we, you know, we just basically the coach told us like it was only we had like, seven players, or eight players, and the coach his pregame speech was uh, ninety four, like. Oh, pick like, up ninety four feet. Like, you know, what I mean he put the number there. I be like, don't nobody know what he's talking about. Right. He said we got seven players, eight players, but this is how we rocking. Everybody mm-hmm. pick up something. Like, man, we need to reserve this energy. right? who right? <laughs> wants to try to win? Right. Man, we basically just like you know what we here now. So let's mm-hmm. just see what's happening. Mm-hmm. And we basically was like you know what we came out slow. But then when we started making that run, I kind of, like, started getting things going for it. Because I, I had, like, a – I had just an okay first half. Like, it was yeah, like, it
2: wasn't it wasn't that yeah, crazy second I, I think I think half. probably, like
6: – I probably like, three for seven in the first half. Like, I wasn't even jacking one, which I should have. But, you know, I was just still trying to stay solid no matter what. So, it was basically, you know, you had to – I'm, like, now in the second half, it's time to go no matter what. Mm-hmm. And then the coach was, like, a couple of the assistant coaches, like, you got you got to lead us to a victory. So no matter what, you got to what's name You got to put get, it. Get it going. Right. How are you going to do it? Get it right. going. So in my mind, it was like, it was more so like, you know, I ain't really just a, I don't just like, I don't shoot just so many shots. So, but that was, that talk right there was like, you got to put it up no matter what. Like, mm-hmm. you got to be basic. Whatever you got to do, do it. Right. Exactly. So I just. And that's, and that's exactly
2: what it looked like because mm-hmm. it was, they was, they were coming in bunches and it was to a point where it was like heat check after heat check after heat check and it was step backs and which I, which seems to be. One of your go to moves is to step back to create space.
5: Yeah.
2: Um But it was just it was I was looking at the game like this don't make no damn sense. Cause it was like I said, it was heat check after heat check after heat check. So um but once again, congratulations to you on that. Appreciate that's that. that's that's a that's a big accomplishment. Mike, you got something? Uh
4: yeah, just congratulations, man. I mean, that. that's that's a big deal. That's a big deal. I mean yeah, definitely. I, I did wanna ask, so with the summer league, overall uh what 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 is the what is the the primary goal when you're going in the summer league as far as a player is concerned i know it's always to win always to play well um and always to get to that level but what do you focus on the most what do you think you focus on most
6: man honestly just so many eyes out there so the main thing is just trying to stay solid like you don't want to Look like you rattled out there because it's too, it's too, it's nothing but GM scouts. Like it's nothing but. Hence,
2: chasing like, when he picked up ninety four feet. You know, right. right, he was super rattled. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Like
6: it's nothing but the main people that need to look at you if you want to be an NBA player. They all right here with you. So it's just basically just being solid and if you know what you're doing. As far as, you know your game. Don't outdo your game. Don't try to do too much because they know your game too. Mm-hmm, right. So it's the main mm-hmm. thing is just trying to like impress, but also like don't do too much because it's it's. It ain't ain't Vegas where it's nothing but You got kids in the crowd It's all nothing but GM Like somebody got something to do It's
2: it's it's almost closed to the public Like there's a couple of people Because when I lived in Orlando I went to the um, Summer League And I saw Corey Lucius play when he was out there Mm -hmm. Um, But it's literally almost closed off To the public Like you gotta be there early enough to get a ticket Because they only sell so many tickets to the public But everybody else that's there Mm-hmm. Like you said It's somebody either In it's the front league office people, really. It's in the front office yeah. League
6: Media and stuff like that And yeah. that's it okay. that's, that's pretty you much got, it You got everybody there Just sitting, sitting down Like You got Larry Bird right here Like just Right They ain't even playing They in ended, there they ended Watching the game So mm-hmm. I just Like I kind I I had the upper hand Just the fact that I play here already I already knew what to expect Like And when I The last time I played here I got signed So I was already coming back to like a situation where I was great, but this is an even better situation. So Because mm-hmm. even
2: if you and I just want to put some stuff in perspective for people too out there. Because so, even if you don't necessarily get signed, because I, I wanna ask you something. The odds, what are what do you think the odds are of you moving forward with Dallas with them having Yogi Farrell and um Dennis Smith Jr. that they just signed?
6: It ain't good. I mean it's if it's if it's something there, you know, as far as right. something to consider. <clears throat> I mean, as a player, you gotta understand you gotta that. understand it. you but, know who in front of you right now, right?
2: but at the same time, that platform gives you the opportunity to sign with another team because right. there's multiple teams out there right. already anyway, yeah, and with that being said, have you had any phone calls or have you had anybody speak to you about what could possibly be happening moving forward from no. the summer
6: League? No, I mean, we just we it's just a lot of um it's a lot of talks right now mm-hmm. um, you know i I wish something could have happened already, but the good thing is that it, it definitely is uh, interest and stuff like that from teams right now. That's And you can't give us those names right now, can you? No, nah, I can't give the names, right. but it's definitely like three teams that's, you know, we talked, my agent talking with them and, uh, you know, just trying to see what can happen. Like, it ain't saying like he talking with them and it's going to be a contract, but they like my game a lot and they're trying to figure out like what they're going to do for us. they going to trade somebody or okay. how, how can they, you know, different scenarios to bring you in. And if they can't do nothing right now, then they can't do nothing where it's like, all right, well, you know, Go somewhere else See what's going on But mm-hmm. the fact that they even You know Trying to think You know what I'm saying Before training camp How they gonna do stuff You know It's just, it's just, it's just good signs Right of course um, And if
2: Of course This is This goes without saying If you don't get picked up God forbid Because I want you to get picked up I think you are gonna get picked up mm-hmm. I just, Mark, That's what we gonna say Mark asked me this Literally When would you ask me this Just a couple of days ago You asked mm-hmm. me if I thought And what I I think he's gonna get picked up Yeah Um, But Let's just say worst case scenario, you don't. There's always China again, correct? Yeah. And there's always several um, other places overseas. Now, I know it gets to the point where it's like I'm tired of doing this, and I'm, but you have a you know people have families and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But are you tired of playing overseas? No. Okay.
6: I, like you know, it's it's what you do. It's your job. Right. Of course. That's why I try to tell people like. You can't wake up mad like that's what you gotta do for you to provide. Like mm-hmm. you know, if you're just a single person, don't got nothing to worry about. Then that's that's you, different. You know what I mean? But yeah. you gotta you gotta do what you gotta do. Love what you're doing. Like it's only right. it's only gonna go good for you. Like if you love what you're doing. Something's gonna something good gonna happen right. out of it. So do you
2: already have deals on the table for overseas already?
6: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's there already. Yeah, yeah. Europe and Europe and uh, Europe and China. You know, just I'm just kind of weighing my options right now, but. You know, options I is
2: always great to have it's great yeah, yeah, it's everybody
6: best, don't yeah, have the them be, yeah you know what I mean it's the best, mm-hmm. it's the best thing and that's uh, and that's just that's just a great thing it's just about putting that work in or whatever you know you get rewarded you know God blessing you he gave you a talent and if you maximize that you know it's going, my it's man. going to come better yes, well, God right. gave
2: me a talent too man sitting in front of this mic interviewing you people like you, I mean? me, so I appreciate <laughs> it and my second talent which I always tell this guy to my right I can be an NBA GM I know how to put a team Ooh. together I swear to God if somebody gave me a chance I could be a great I want you, you get to get jammed. there. Listen, brother, I want to get there, too. I just want to be next to you. That's I, cool. I want to get there,
4: too. So, you know what I'm saying? I just want to be next to you. Would that be would, insane, I, would I still have a spot next to you? Yeah, My brother. My man, you, that's, you, all you I, that's all I need. you have a spot, you probably
2: be... Mark, can you get some cream for this, bro?
4: Hey, as long as you pay me big dollars on <laughs> um, how much cream you want.
2: <laughs> no, but Dwight, what I want to ask you, though, is this. A couple of questions that's off the... the the Not necessarily about you, um, but within still within what we do as far as the basketball thing, right? So... Yeah. So we know, you know, LeBron probably has the biggest haters of anybody that's a professional athlete. I think I've been saying that I think he's the most scrutinized athlete ever, period. Because everything he does, regardless of if it's good and bad, somebody's going to say something about it. I think he is the most scrutinized basketball, I mean, Mm -hmm. athlete of all time. Mm -hmm. You've seen him up close and personal. Yeah, play it against him. Put it in perspective how good this dude is.
6: It's crazy, man. It's it's, it's, it's correct. Like, my first time we really playing against him, he, for one, when I was in Toronto, he averaged 38 on us. We played each other like. He averaged how many? He averaged 38. Like, okay. that was. It was, it was like. <laughs> we we played each other, I think, three or four times. And mm-hmm. he literally averaged 38 points against us. But <laughs> watching it, I, mean, I wasn't even on the court yet, but just watching it, it was like, <clears> I man, how you keep making the right play every single time? Like okay. Right. You don't just see that. Like, he 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 go right behind somebody. He see somebody step up and immediately he passed that ball. Like instead of just trying to do something else, it was just like dog making every right play. And I'm just like before I even get my name called I'm just I'm watching because is my first time seeing him. So I'm really just watching him. I was just like, let me see, let me see what's going on. Like I, you my guy. Like I rock with you, but let me see. I'm right here, and it was just like man, dog was making every single thing. Like. And I don't know if our team, We nobody could stop him. We had no no answer for him. But mm-hmm. the fact that he just knew that and how he just picked us apart was just crazy.
2: Is there anybody else out there that, you know, in the in the NBA that, that gets a bad rap as far as, um, but they're like a very good player? Um, but, you know, a lot of people don't. Because, of course, like I said, LeBron. I want you to put another person in perspective. Carmelo Anthony.
6: My first... Well, Melo, my first – what was crazy, we played each other – we were playing. We played them in preseason, and I was actually playing. Like, that was my first – that was really my breakout game to the crowd. Like, I had, like, probably had, like, 15 points, but we they had us by, like, 25. Mm-hmm. That's we when came. you was playing with Toronto? Yeah. And okay. We came, and we came all the way back and won. And I remember um, Melo was just sitting on the side, just chilling. And, you know, at first, you know, he seen me. You know, I scored a couple of buckets, but he wasn't none. Then I was like picking them. I was picking up full courts, just so far they players. I was making right plays, and I kept hearing him like, "Man, that boy can score!" Like he's saying that, and I'm like, "I don't know who he's talking about." I, mm-hmm. For one, he don't even know me. I don't know him. Ain't no way he should be. I don't, right. I don't think he's talking about me. Like, right you know of course, mm-hmm. I'm just a little. I'm just a rookie. I don't got mm-hmm. no name. Like, and he was basically like, he was watching. Like, and I was, I was amazed. Like when I was, I, I scored. We had, I had like an isolation place for Ryan Ortiz. Mm-hmm. You know he. Prime, he defended, but at that time he kind
2: of he was past his prime. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. So
6: I was already skeptical. Like, don't do too many moves because he might take the ball just right. because of they gonna let him bump me. He run to it, so I right. you know I did I did an isolation move and I kind of waited everybody out and I isolated, Winston basket and, and scored. And, that, and from that point on, like after the game or whatever, it's like wait the hoop, man. Like you might you you might be here for a minute. Like and I was like, man, like that's crazy. I'm telling my telling my boy like, man, Melo really was just talking to me like telling me like, bro you might be here for a minute. That's like, cause good, he, man. Because he's seen it, but it was, just, it was just the fact that, you know, just. But the Hoopers. Hoopers
2: respect yeah, yeah, Hoopers, yeah, yeah. especially exactly. if you can play and you, yep. and you know the game and you can get it in. They're going to respect you. Um, any other stories similar to that? I'm, I'm a fan of. See, sometimes what I do is this. I always tell Mark this, too. When I'm recording the show, we are in interviewer mode. Right, right. As soon like, as this is done, and I'm done, because I'm the executive producer, too. I'm just toss yeah. that out there, too. I got to add the music and all <laughs> that stuff. So I'm going to just throw that out there, too. So as soon as I'm done with this, when I'm listening to it, I'm going to listen to this back as a fan. So yeah. what I do is I try to ask questions and stuff that fans want to know. Somebody did ask me to ask you, um, what is the what was your coolest moment about
6: being in the NBA? Man, just to travel. Man, you travel, you got your own... Jet mm-hmm. after every game you gone mm-hmm. like ain't no you got to leave tomorrow and we got to figure out the flight situation it was mm-hmm. basically so as soon as the game over get Shower, right on the flight and wheels up let's get up let's get up out of here mm-hmm. and it was just like man uh, everywhere you go hotel is basically it's five star just was just amazing like you know. You got the fans. We get in at three o'clock. We got fans out here like, waiting to get the, get autographs. Like, mm-hmm. like how y'all even know we? You know what I mean? Like how y'all know we here right now? Like who told y'all this? Like, right, right, right. right. <laughs> like ain't nobody putting nothing up, but right. they just know like, they can give out. They can give out where y'all standing. Like far as okay, the boss sells it might be at this hotel. Mm-hmm. So it's up to the fans now to figure out whenever y'all coming. Like, right. And they really out here like three in the morning. Like we ain't really. We wasn't just a prime team. We was, to, we was the Rapper the Witch. We just wasn't like LeBron. You were the one like, of the. You know
2: what they call it in um the marquee teams. That's what they call it when you're when you're a season ticket holder they have marquee teams yeah. who are who ticket prices are higher. Mm-hmm. But I mean if like it goes back to me saying like as a basketball fan, if you are just a fan of sports, you do crazy stuff to get, you know what I'm saying, to 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 get the attention of somebody in crazy sports like the funny thing is is and I appreciate you for even being receptive because I'm at the gym one day, right? Mhm. I walk right up to him on the treadmill. I said, bro, I need you on the show. I didn't say who I was or nothing. I just literally walked up to him. He's like, what you, what you, so I explained the situation to him or whatever. And I said, I got to you know, we got the sports radio show. I need you on the show. And it's dope to meet humble people, you know, mm-hmm. because some people get to a situation and their head get too big, but it's dope to meet humble people. And I appreciate you for coming on. Um, pretty sure Mark.
4: I echo the sentiments.
2: Echo the same sentiments. Mm-hmm, um, I won't, I'm, I'm going to pray for you, and I, I'm, I swear to God, I, th- I <laughs> think that you are going to be on somebody's <laughs> roster this year. Um, for sure. An NBA roster, because you're going to be on a roster, period, yeah, regardless if it's overseas right. or whatever the situation is. But I think you're going to be on somebody. My question is this. Why in the hell didn't the Bucks, um reach out to you? Because they, who, th- where's our backup point
6: guard? And mm, sure no. Delavadova. I don't know nothing about the Bucs. They do things different. Um, I think they try to stay away from them. The area The Milwaukee area Oh like really Because of the distractions you know, And stuff yeah, Maybe I, like I think, that okay. I think that's I think that's really Like that bothered them I think that's like A big deal to them And it's like Did it's, you have they have ever have center anybody center. I worked out with them I worked out with the Bucks um, At Marquette when mm-hmm. I, I mean when I finished Up my senior year I worked out with them And I, when I smashed the workout Like I, Like everything like Shooting wise. I was the best guard And it was me It was the brothers Um uh, Marquise and uh, what's the name they was Marcus, there.
2: Marcus and Markeith.
6: Uh Andrew Goodlock was there. Mm-hmm. So like it was it was some names in it. that like, all got drafted. So and I was the, I stood out more than everybody as far as making making all my shots, playing three on three.
5: Mm-hmm.
6: You know that was a breeze. Like one on one, you got to guard up. Right, of course. Five on so no five. So
4: you think they intentionally stay away from from area guys?
6: I, I think so because you know we got you got you got another guy Deontay Garrett playing in the NBA, which is an NBA point guard, right? Like, Mm-hmm. and he played in the NBA. He's still successfully playing at a high rate. You mm-hmm. got me. So it's like they know we here and it's like, you know what I mean? Y'all need a point guard. Y'all need some help. Mm-hmm. We ain't got we don't got no job right now as far as that. And it's like, ain't nothing still going on like with that one of us. Like and we you know what I mean like
4: Yo do y'all do y'all reach do, so do your your representation, do they reach out to 'em or
6: Yeah, it's just, you know, they they I mean it's, they they're trying to figure out what they wanna do, but it's, it's kind of like they're just different. So, you know. Yeah, just forget it, right? Yeah. Um, before we let you get out of here, I know you got to get ready because you got to
2: fly off. Where are you heading? To Brooklyn, right? Yeah, Brooklyn. For the for the, um, the basketball tournament, which will be yeah. shown on ESPN. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Look at this, brother. We got we got somebody in the building. Yes, so, sir. big up this basketball tournament real quick. Um, what is it about? I know um, what it's about. For the people out there that don't
6: know, the benchmark <laughs> crew, what is it about? Um, it's TBT. Um, it is for $2 million, basically. Mm-hmm. All you gotta do is win six games, man. You play, you basically. Uh, I, don't, I don't know how many teams in it, but it's a lot of teams. Mm-hmm. Play every weekend. As long as you, uh, as long as you keep winning, you'll play Saturday, Sunday. You gonna play if you win that. If you win that, you gonna play next weekend, Saturday, Sunday. If you mm-hmm. win, play the following weekend for the championship. And the championship this year will be in Washington. So if we win this weekend, then we will play in Washington for the final four.
2: So these um these highlights that So I'm, you already played. Yes. You said, right? Yeah already played, Yeah. yeah. Oh. These these and um <coughs> these highlights that I've been showing, <coughs> this was, was that for this year or was that for last year? No, nah, the
6: the ones I got out right now is from this year. That's from this that's year, from right? That's from our first two games. First two
2: games. Yeah. I thought that's was it. And um you playing for Marquette. Yeah. right? Playing for Marquette, the, uh, your alumni. Uh you are an alumni at Marquette. Um who's on your team? They uh, just name a couple people that's on
6: your team. Um uh, me, uh Johnson Odom. Uh Jarrell McNeil, uh Jamil Wilson. Mm-hmm. Uh, Devontae Shout out Gardner. to Jamil
2: too, because he just got picked up. He he signed a two way deal with the um with with the, the Clippers. Clippers. Yeah. Okay.
4: Cool. Um
2: from my
6: hometown racing. Uh-huh. Big Devontae Gardner. Mm-hmm. Um we got a little Maurice Acre. Okay. Aker that played for Marquette. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Um Yeah,
2: we uh Who who y'all uh, the first game on um on when is it this Saturday, right? Yeah, we played Saturday.
6: We played against uh Kansas State. They got a nice team. Kansas State. Jacob Pooley. Oh, Pooley. Oh, okay. Ball,
2: Pooley playing?
6: Yeah, he playing. Ooh, wow. Okay. Yeah, it should be a good game for sure. He what time is the game? Come on, pub it, man. We pub man, it, Pub I, this. I, man, I don't even want to make myself look bad. I really don't even know. Listen, we're going to find out real quick. <laughs> I dude, think maybe four or something. No, no,
2: no. Ain't no thing. We're going to find this out real quick, man. Listen. <laughs> I definitely don't even know. Seriously. That's okay. It don't matter.
6: <laughs> Who's coaching?
4: Who's <laughs> coaching?
2: Oh, we got Wes. Wesley Matthews okay. is coaching us. All right. Yep. That's cool. Wesley is coaching. Okay. Yeah. Um, is, he's still with the Mavericks, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's still with the Mavericks. Um, Anything else that you wanna um that you want to talk about? Anything else that you wanna big up or anything before you get up out of here?
6: No, I think we touch base. On everything.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> how do you feel about the um I do wanna know this, how do you feel about the um the
6: the big three uh basketball league? Man, honestly I really ain't even been following it. Okay. I just really turned the channel um and seen it on yes, uh what Either yesterday or the day before Monday. It was probably day Monday. And Monday And I just I was like, man, that's the stuff that okay, this the little ice cube thing. Listen, mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you something, man. It's I've been super competitive. It. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I be
2: watching it too. It's super competitive. Yeah. Um and I'm gonna tell you, Stack is a fool. Okay. Uh Stack. Yeah. Jack. No, yeah, oh yeah. Steven Jackson. Yeah. Steven Jackson is a fool, man. He's uh but their team dang, they're saying that the website is temporarily unavailable. But his team is playing pretty good right now. Um, Chauncey Billups is on the squad. Um, Iverson got hurt last game, but I, honestly, I'm gonna tell you, it's it's real competitive. It's I, a super. I say co-
6: uh, Al Harrington on team. Playing. Al
2: Harrington playing too. Hey, yeah, dude, yeah.
6: I, think, I think they just won off a game winner, something like uh, something like that, I believe.
2: Well, the the website is down for the um for the tournament uh, for the tournament for the basketball tournament. There go Jarrell right there. They actually let me see if I can uh, pull this up mm-hmm. to see when y'all play. Um, yeah, i was gonna say it might show it in there. Let's see. I want, I'm looking up the brackets. But yeah, man, like I said, we appreciate it, man. We definitely appreciate you sure. having here. Before we get you up out of here, we're gonna have you sign this basketball. Okay, okay. That's and cool. then um I'll have you take a couple of pictures too. Mm-hmm. Um I can't find it. The tournament or the uh boy we'll figure it out. Anyway, this weekend, Saturday and Sunday, ESPN. Yeah, Make sure go. you tune in to the basketball tournament. It's on ESPN this Saturday and Sunday, okay? <laughs> um Mark, you got anything you want to say? before we? No, man.
4: Just thanks for coming, man. I know he said it already. Yeah. He said it for me. I'm going to say it for myself. I appreciate you coming, man. I think uh, definitely pulling for you. Appreciate that. I appreciate your humility, your transparency, and just just kind of putting us in the space of understanding what it's like to go down the road that you've been down. And uh, I appreciate you, boss.
6: Appreciate
2: that, y'all. Yeah, no problem. And once again... um, we appreciate you, Mob, out there for listening. If you're listening on um, Up in the Attic Radio. U-I-T-A. If you're listening on, thank you, Zoe Sharpless. If you're listening on WQIL-DB Radio. L-Z. Thank you, L-Z for nard. Also, iTunes and SoundCloud. If you're listening on there, we appreciate it, too. If you're on iTunes, please rate the show and write a review, okay? And with that being said, I am Al Boogie the Franchise. And
4: I am the phenomenal one, the phenom Mark Harris. Dwight,
2: thanks again, man, for coming through. We appreciate it. This is baseline to goal line, the illest sports podcast show in the land.
1: Oh no! the baseline to the goal line, it's go time, show time. Conversations about sports and the whole nine. Your man Al boogie the franchise, aka the lottery pick. Plus Mark Harris has gotta be lit, one hundred percent. Gonna give it to your raw, uncut from the gut. Turn it up, unscripted, unrehearsed. The illest podcast in the world. You heard it here first. Baseline to the goal line. It's go time. It's show time. From the baseline to the goal line. It's go time. It's show time. From the baseline to the goal line. Show time. (talking) It's go time. From the baseline to the goal line. It's go time. It's show time.